Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name's Blue. Alongside of me are the world-famous Pot Brothers at Law, Mark and Craig Wasserman, and Mr. Joe Grande. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing great, brother. It's good to be here on the show set with you guys and uh, give you guys a great new show. Thank you for listening to the podcast all around the world. Uh, make sure you check out the website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we're the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Yes. And feel free to give us a call and say, what up? 800-420-1980. Make sure you check out the Instagram pages for daily news, learn the script, and so much more at CannabisTalk101, at pot underscore brothers, underscore at underscore law. Mark is at Waslaw. Craig is at Waslaw Dog. Blue is at one Christopher Wright. Hello. And I am at Joe Grande 52. And if you're looking to grow something nice and right. Yes. And I'm talking about some good old reefer, the good old cannabis. Well, head over to rocketseeds.com or check them out on Instagram at rocket underscore seeds for trusted cannabis seeds. Rocket Seed is a trusted source for thousands of quality cannabis seeds at a fair price. It's rocketseeds.com. On the show today, very special guest. Thank you, by the way, Cal, because I've been waiting to battle this dude for a long fucking time. <laughs> and you know right, what, Joe? And I'm talking about not only in battle rapping, I'm talking soccer as well. Because I don't care <laughs> how fucking fit he looks. He walked in looking like a straight professional soccer player athlete. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't know disaster was this fit. Yeah. I mean, I got an eight, a seven-year-old son that plays soccer. I'm like looking at him going, Mijo, you got to step up your game. Disaster, you look like you're game ready right now, dog. Yeah, yeah, I mean, man. I'm tripping. I, when you walked in, that's why I was like, is there a game here going on? You know, my, my son's got a <laughs> oh, playoff God. game on Saturday. I don't know if you're busy. Come out to South Orange County. These little eight-year-olds can use you. <laughs> that all being said, folks, disaster is in the building. A battle rapper, one of the world's best battle rappers, if not the best battle rapper in the world. And some of the best, you know... Uh, props that he's gotten, of course, from Eminem and everybody else in the game. But when Eminem says he's your best battle rapper, need I drop any more fucking names and yeah, make it seem like, it. how dope is this dude? There you go. Because if M's one of your favorites, well, this is one of M's favorites. So yeah. that being said, Disaster, thank you for coming on the show, brother. 
I appreciate you, man. No, thank you for having me. No, yeah. thank you for doing that. And, and you know, I like to bust balls and have fun as you walked in, and and that's our style. But no, it's I, all love. I, I want exactly. You, you, <laughs> you should have seen his shorts game. yesterday, bro. Oh, his, yeah. shorts, oh. his shorts were. I had my meatballs hanging G, out. G string, <laughs> <laughs> straight G string. I mean, I want to get into it all, but I want to go back into the history of you being a youngster. I know you're Lebanese, but I don't right. know. Are you born and raised in Lebanon, or did was, you come here? What, what's the story there? I was born here, but I was raised out there because when I was like nine years old we left america and then because the civil war had ended down there there was a 20-year war out there where it was just uh it was the most like fucking vicious form of a civil war you could think of it was like uh people killing each other by identification cards and it was like really nuts it was just all-out war just political factions and just and at nine that shit's in your you remember it then well yeah because so when i first got out there the peace treaty was created but you know like just in all wars or any other situation there's a peace but then shit continues on the side in small little versions of it and then it just builds back up and kind of where lebanon's at today is it's completely destroyed but back then when we first went out there it was just that period of time where there was a lot of small rumblings of wars there was a lot of fucking bombings happening israel and, and lebanon were going back and forth uh you know hezbollah was bombing shit they were bombing shit we, everything was happening like right in front of me so did you have family out there as well yeah of course me and my whole family lived out there so did everybody you, i didn't have anyone here at the time because we just all lived out there when i was nine years old you know and then i came back here when i was 15. Wow. Oh, wow. That's wow. a big part of your than you. It's kind of the most important part. That's why I think that's all super uh just embedded in me like the like the soccer thing you're talking about. It was just kind of one of the only things we had out there. Yeah, you got a field and a fucking ball. It's like what did you guys do? I we mean, you understand any kid any kid that grew up in like a third world type of country understands that like and for us it was even rougher cuz we didn't even have electricity. So like we had like 2 hours of electricity a day. So you couldn't play video games like that. Like you had a limited time to play and do shit. So you had to be outside all the time. Yeah. So we just had a ball. Like you know, Literally, it was just, <laughs> not a ball but a ball, like a soccer yeah. ball. It a really football. was all we like I got to be honest, man, we used to play like 10 hours a day. You look, come outside every and that's single what fucking you day. Do. The sun goes down and then you finally come My home. boy from Morocco, you know I mean? the guy you met, Abdul. Yeah. My yeah, boy's Abdul. from Morocco. Of course, they're just like us. I'm originally Moroccan, which is crazy. Are you crazy. serious? Well, my family, is my boy. Look, look, my family, the first dude from my family immigrated from Morocco like 250 years ago. Wow. To Lebanon. Wow. And then, so Ironic. I'm Lebanese, but. Moroccan. But my heritage. blood, at least. Half my family, my dad's side of the family, you Moroccan. Know what I'm saying I'm Moroccan. That's just the truth. That's where they come from. And I bring that up because my boy from Morocco, and he shares the same type of stories with me. Yeah, and I look like all of them, and we play soccer. Like, uh, it, it, but it's know. just facts. That's the way you guys grew up, and it is, is what it is. It's a third world country like that, and and I just wanted to hear that history because I didn't know it first off. And yeah. uh, you know, looking at your soccer. So as you grew, and I see you as a professional, how did that go? Where did where did that go? Did you to be play? honest with you, man, like people don't really know this. I was a club player, and I was going pro i already played for one of the biggest teams in the country down there it's called safa right and this team is one of the top three teams it's like playing for barcelona if you're from spain or it's like uh, like my team and the two other teams that were the top teams were like juventus inter milan and ac milan in italy you know what i'm saying it was i played for the top teams matter of fact it was under fifa regulations what so was like, i signed to a, a real fucking club like i was i played real fucking clubs were you a defender wow. or no forward? i'm a striker Oh, you're striking? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Scorer. How many goals in a game? What's your record? And that's what's so crazy is 
as, as, as exaggerating as this sounds, I was the leading scorer in like two, three seasons in a row down there. So why'd you quit? I mean, what, what, what happened? Okay. Age, okay. Life, Again, no, oh, no, like this, this well, is no, an interesting question I mean, because still... like for real, like this is part of, it's easy for me to reminisce on all this because it feels like yesterday. Um, I wanted to rap. I wanted to express myself in a way I had, I was, a, I was really violent. So soccer would be my outlet. And like, I would just play soccer all day and I would even get violent in that. That's why I fucked up a lot. That's why I didn't really. Too many I, red cards. I got, I got the train with the national team three times when I was 14 to like 15 Ooh. years old. So I was about to become a national team player of Lebanon as a kid. You know what I'm saying? I just, I've punched a lot of players. <laughs> I fucking used and to rappers. get red cards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to get red cards. I used to, my attitude fucked up a lot of my soccer shit, but it still didn't like completely fuck it up. But it it created a thing to me to where I was getting left out of games. Like I remember even like the school championships, I couldn't participate in them. None of them like, because I was always fucked up in school. So like they wouldn't let me play for the school team. Like even though I was the best player You're in the whole dangerous. fucking school. Yeah, too like, dangerous. But they wouldn't let me, <laughs> like I wasn't allowed to play. Um, my grades too, like they 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 correlated it. They're sure. like you, you're not doing good grades. It was weird, like it was like that back then. I Great athlete. I don't know if it's still like that. Just but. well, not in not in a league like that. Or if you play for a club, I don't, maybe it is go. though. Like you probably have to have like today. Like it, you probably still have to have like in college a, a high a high GPA college to, well, yeah, to yeah, stay on the team. I think it's true. Two point oh and better. Yeah. And all whatever schools. it was, my grades and my fucking my attitude in school fucked that shit up for me in school, and it started leaking into my club shit because they called the club type of shit. You know what I mean? Like right. so, I had a lot of problems. I had minor injuries and shit like that but i really wanted to fucking i really wanted to fuck bitches and rap and yeah. like we didn't have none of that yeah like, you hey know, that's was, well said <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah. it like it, and like we like crazy we all cannabis talk we didn't have weed right so like i was like 14 years old and it was the first time i smoked weed in lebanon right it was they called it mj obviously there was no it was just the abbreviation just of it the, MJ, Marijuana, just MJ, M, yeah. you got mj and that's what it was it was you would find these random Jamaican guys in random areas in Lebanon, right? That would have this shit, bro. Like, I, I, I can't explain it to you because I've never seen it again. It was dark green flakes, like, but like so dark, it was damn near brown. And it was just like, almost like spices, like damn near, but it was weed. It was the weakest form of okay. MJ you can imagine like really? but you couldn't wait to get a hold of it at 40 like where's but I knew like cause, no because we used to see high times covers and shit yeah. like that right, right so we're like what the fuck like th is this real like we didn't know if those were like fake pictures type didn't of didn't even look we, like it was real but weed. in our head we we're like man that's real weed so you got to know the time that I came here was when Dr. Dre put out the Chronic 2000. Yeah. Oh, so you came back to so so I came back ninety nine. Was like, that in Cali? At the end or of ninety nine, where, where'd you come I came back? back here to Cali or yes, where'd you to land? L.A. Okay, okay right? yeah. like, I came to Moreno Valley to be exact. Yeah. Um, what a great time though, because that I fucking album dropped. Great. The, the hip hop world, the, everything was like what low lows the, and bitches. Yeah. The first chronic. thing that I did when I was out here is I contacted my cousin who wasn't my cousin but we called each other cousins because he was like a distant relative but like still like blood you know what I'm saying so he lived out here and I was like where's the chronic yeah give me some real chronic <laughs> like, he's uh, at the CD store <laughs> what is Dr. chronic yeah. I want chronic yeah. and I was like I don't want nothing else just get me this shit and I still remember my first fucking did he get bowl. it for you yeah yes. and I remember my yeah. first bowl like of some real fire. Listen, I'll never get like I'll never taste or get high like that again. It was just that first 
he brought this shit over and I blew it on the AC at Extended Stay America. Yeah. And like, like, shout out yeah. to the hotel. Shout out to I blew that shit on the AC, bro, and I was like, "I'm in America." Yeah. <laughs> I was what like, a feeling though. I'm in LA. Welcome back to LA. Yo, in my head, like, because I was already a rapper as I was like exiting like the whole playing soccer shit. In my head, I'm How like, I'm a fucking rapper. Be 15, this is right? between 14 and 15, 15 years 14, old, 15, right? Okay. I started rapping around like 13, 14. Like I was trying it, but like I wouldn't tell anybody. Like yeah, I was just, just keeping it a shower, secret. Shower rapping. Yeah. Shower rapping, but like living room <laughs> The rapping. hardest shower rapper ever. Yo, yeah. you gotta know something. In my head, I was like, I'm the best rapper, but I have no, I, I had no reason to think any of that shit, right? I had no reason yeah. to think any of that shit. Um, so when I came here, the first thing I, I wanted to do was somehow create battle rap or like get involved or like my whole thing in my head was battle rap is the is the real wave and it's gonna be the next shit. But did and you see it really beforehand when you were younger? Yeah, at the time. Well, the thing is, I I seen KRS One ripping MC Shan, then I seen Cool Mo D and all these things right. on on, on tapes, yeah. and I was like, this is to me. That's what made me. I feel like those were some of the biggest moments that made me move away from sports. You know what I'm saying? I was well, like, those were big oh, moments. I remember oh, that there's shit. a yeah. way better because I'm competitive, right? And and my whole thing was destroying like defenders and goalkeepers and same like concept, really letting right. them know like yeah, that I got I you. Like you I up. just yeah. scored on your ass. Like, yeah, yeah, and they would be like, I was. I, I always had high sportsmanship though, and people loved me, but I would also be an asshole. Like it was like, like both. I got you, boy. Yeah, like <laughs> I would come up to a goalkeeper and be like, I'm gonna fuck you up before the end of this game. Like and while the corner, while the, the corner is being sent, like everyone's standing there, and I'm just like whispering to him, like I'm gonna get you. You yeah, asshole. I got, you. I got your number. I bro. always, I got your I number. always, I've always been competitive like that. So, so like the soccer thing for me, like it went not into making songs, but it went into what do you think? It but it was the way of life. Rap. It was yeah. that. It was but that's that what I'm trying to explain yeah, to you. It, it makes a lot of sense because I was so competitive. Like, bro, if I lost the game, it was the end of the world. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. bro, like, and when it was game time and it was it was time for a game, I would prepare in my head. As if I was preparing for a battle, like I would sit and visualize every pass and play and shot, and like I would really try to try to visualize all this shit. Like it was really like a a, a part of like you know what I'm saying, like my whole my whole thing. So isn't it crazy to think though that that type of sportsmanship converts over oh, yeah. to your battle rapping? It does. It's crazy. I still, have it too. I still have it. Like a lot of battlers know. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have respect for them. Like, you know what I mean? I, it's not really uh Like sports. I got respect for you, I but do. I'm going to kick your I, ass. I love the people that I battle. And I, I nowadays, I feel more of battling people I respect than people I don't have respect for. I would rather battle someone I have respect for, kick their ass, and have a beer with them. It's almost like just fighting someone. Yeah. It reminds yeah, me yeah, of rugby. Give it is. A hug. It's like, and then, but then you become closer once you do it because there's that respect you have with somebody. Like, like, hey, like we as did a that. man, we just... We did we that. Just, we battled. Yeah, Let's go. exactly. It, it does. So anyways, that's how it... It, tr it transferred over. Then there's a, like another thing about me, like my both sides of my family, in Arabic they do. This is like crazy. They they rhyme at each other in Arabic and they diss each other in Arabic. Hamdullah. Well, you pray in in, 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 in that in rhyme form. form. In rhyme well, if form you look too, at which like, is like yeah, it, it's crazy. It's different. Like, like you pray we've, in rhyme we've form. Had, oh, yeah. We've had rhyming embedded into us since we were kids, even when we pray and all this. Never but, thought of that until you said that, though. But both my mom and dad's side of the family are like freestylers in Arabic, though. They don't know English. Like for real? No yes, shit. Yes, that's what I'm trying to tell you. And they, they're really fucking good. Like the... 
it's sad that it happened this way, but I, uh, like the last time, like I, I figured it out was at my grandmother's funeral, and I didn't, I didn't realize, you know, rest in peace, my grandmother. I didn't. She like brought so many people together, you know, and I didn't realize how many people in my family like did that. They came Meaning up to me. Rhyme, like, rhyme like yeah, that. they were coming up to me like, hey. So it's in like, the bloodline, dog. Like people, like I met so many like different, like people that I knew, but I didn't really talk to them like that. So I didn't really know right, like right, right. uncles, old, like 80 year olds, 90 year olds, fucking 15 year olds, 30 year olds. Like it was crazy. Family, like, the whole like family. Like an 80 year old in our family had like all these dirty like poems about like chicks. Like it was no crazy. Shit. Like and he, you he didn't even know bars. Like he, I'm telling you, like fucking bars. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you're like, where's this come damn. from? <laughs> so they didn't really have a connection with me until I started doing it in Arabic. Because I went out there and I started battling in Arabic. I took the English language and I took everything I learned from writing it and I transferred it over to Arabic and then I started it out there. So now so there's you first a, started battling in Arabic. So I, I I created that. Like in 2015, I did that. No, were shit. you the first one to do that? Yeah. I don't. I've never so, heard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so we did it and like it was the craziest shit ever. And they're like, it still oh, continues today. Okay, so they're like, all right, now you're in our world, and now they're like, boom. And to be honest with you, there are people in my family that I could never fuck with. They would destroy me. Shut really? the fuck up. Yeah, that's huge. What? Destroy me completely out of to the point of no return. Is that because of the language? Like they're better at the language, or just in in, in lyricists and in, well, first in of all, this guy's and... like seventy six. And he like, can roast you, just go on to town. He would crush me. In Arabic, obviously, because he can't speak English like that. Right. He, he could speak English, no, but I'm he saying, doesn't well, have they crush you because it's in, in the language and you're not as good at the language? That or? and and just... Vocabulary Yeah, well, really, everything? the vocabulary is just so fucking vast wow. that I stand no chance. Like, I have to pick up a dictionary and be like, oh, he just destroyed me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I, like, my oh, only Arabic yeah. is, what is it? I think my Arabic word is, term is Anabahetbek. Well, that's pretty fucking Anabahetbek. damn good, man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It means I like you, yeah, yeah. or right? I love you. I love yeah. you, yeah. yeah. That's my, my ex-wife was uh, Persian and Palestinian. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got, I got one thing down. That's it from her. That's good, bitch. man. That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> she got a house from me, but I, I got one fucking term. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. When we come back, we got War Disaster. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Annabelle Hepbeck. Yes. <laughs> we'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. 
OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Hello and welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name's Blue. Alongside of me is the world-famous Joe Grande. And Woo! check this out, guys. G4 Live Bud Tenders Awards, May 12th through the 14th at Resorts World. If you don't go, you don't grow, guys. And let me tell you, this event is going to be off the chain. And the one thing that I'll tell you is this. I don't know if you've seen Resort World, but it is fucking off the hook. It's got It's a massive new facility, but they've got like a projection screen on the whole building on the outside on the sick, outside right? yeah it's, it's beautiful and guess what our logo will be out there so you well, gotta not, come not only us. that not only our logo <laughs> folks but I, I don't know if you heard of this but snoop dogg's gonna be there performing with i mean not travis machine, barker exactly travis barker it's gonna be i a didn't want to say machine gun i don't Kelly. know why i went there too i don't know That's why because we were with them at that exactly party. thank you yeah but travis barker and snoop dogg it's the first time ever rolling stone magazine you name it, they're going to be there. We're going to try to get Disaster to come out there and yeah. hang out, too, because I think Disaster on stage will be dope, and you got to just come kick it with us out there in I'll Vegas. I'll come, through. Yeah, yeah I mean? Wait, where are you all going? It's going to uh, be Resort May, World. Four, May 12th, 12th to the 14th. Oh, that's hella far from yeah. right. <laughs> You're like, I can't come well, into there. we got there. about 70 shows before this. then. <laughs> yeah. you want to come out to those, too. But, Guy <laughs> Willie, as we are talking, and, and I appreciate you saying those stories, Disaster, about all this family stuff like that, and as you get to the family what did they say as you, as a youngster growing up? Lord <laughs> knows every parent wants your fucking son to be an athlete, right? Yeah. And or, you get yeah. this fucking, you're in a club, you're doing great, you're the leading scorer, you're a monster on the field. Hey, mom and dad, I got a great idea. I'm going to be a battle rapper. Yeah. <laughs> What's that, son? Hey, what I that? like how uncles and, and fucking like, aunts flow right? with fucking oh, bear no, here's, here's the craziest How did part? that conversation First go? of all, just being an, an Arab kid in general, like we share this with like, Korean culture and Chinese culture and a lot of other cultures. You guys but play like, piano? <laughs> that too. But it's like there's this whole strict like, like what are you like a doctor, a lawyer, or Homework, like like yeah, bro, yeah. like if you yeah. got the get training, bro. And if you don't training, blue, you're look, right. If you training. don't fall in one of those things, guaranteed your ass gonna get. You're all destroyed shunned, by your yeah. parents, shunned. but not only that, yeah. like, yeah, shunned or whatever, but not really like that, but, like, basically every, like, get-together you go to... You're the black sheep. You're going to have to listen to every single one like, come up, like... What are you doing like, with your life? So, <laughs> little Tony is becoming a fucking engineer. What are you right Have you met now? your cousin like, who's a lawyer? And it doesn't stop. Like, yeah. no, it really is like that as, as an... Yeah. So, let me say, at one point, it definitely, like, in the beginning, I, I don't blame them for, for how they reacted. I was crazy to even think, like, bro, I didn't even, at one point, my mom was like, why don't you just be a rapper? 
<laughs> like you Which know is a great question. Yeah, like I like, mean, I'm like, no, because and she was saying this to me probably like 15 years ago. You know what I'm saying? When like battle rap really like sh she was right to say that. Like that's we, what I mean. It's it a great question. Battling for scraps. We was battling for scraps. The thing is, is like every vision that someone has, you can't explain that to people around you. You know what I'm saying? It's like motherfuckers that came up with the internet or whatever it is, crypto and shit like that. Like people knew it was gonna blow up. But you have to have the vision for it, and you can't explain that to everybody. I always understood that. I always understood, nah, they going to see what I'm talking about. And at one point, they were like, I mean, it, it happened a while ago. Like, I, I remember, like, I was, I battled, like, on MTV for, like, a million dollars at this in this tournament, right? And when... It ended up being a bunch of bullshit, and they like, gave it to some. It was a, it, no, it, it, I won the shit, but like they basically, I made it to the forty dollars later. You're like, no, nah, the man. guy like basically canceled the show and bounced the country, and like, like it was like a crazy like. We should have sued the fuck out of this motherfucker. Right. I was just too young, and the statute of limitation or whatever passed when I realized did it what air I could on have MTV? did. Yeah, 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 all that. Like, well, people were voting. So you got for the publicity and all the good yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My point, my point in being, and what I'm trying to say is, when they saw me in the living room, like not on YouTube. Yeah. Like it kind of was different, like, and this was in like 2010. Ah. So like when, like, like when they saw me in the living room, they're like, "Oh shit!" Like this, this is real. real. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, son. Yeah, He's like, not a doctor, uh, yeah, but it's yeah, real. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then all the doctors and those people became my fans. Yeah. So like, then it became like a proud thing. But like in the beginning, That's like dope. obviously in the beginning, it's like, bro, I'm, I'm gonna be a fucking bat. Like when I said it, even my homies were like, "What the fuck?" Like, do you mean there's like battle Dog, rap? Dog, you're not a, a soccer player yeah. than rapper they, they, right yeah, now. Yeah. That too. But like battle rap was not a thing. It was a thing that people did for fun. It was a hobby. And it, it started in the not, East Coast just a couple of times, like you said. Those yeah, early battle raps yeah, yeah, and, were the big ones. We're talking about like when they used to do like we're talking about like because the shit that I used to see was like the rap Olympics scribble jam and all that shit. Like yeah. when that shit appeared, like you gotta know like it wasn't something that was supposed to be considered like a serious mainstream thing. Like it was a it was a <coughs> niche hobby type of shit. Like you had to like <coughs> you had to bless you. You had to like really like know about the shit and be a Puritan and the shit to to really fuck with it. Like it's different now. It, and explain the leagues because I don't even understand. Because that whole when thing. that started, when that started, it changed the whole fucking game. So, that so you literally have started though, right? I, I feel like you were a part of the I, yeah, whole. Yeah, I was because the explosion of it was was really two thousand and eight. That's when everything went from because there was a lot of battle rap before that, but it was all independent random stuff. Like cannabis was, was like a, a real like rapper Medusa early in on. downtown LA with at the. Uh, what the fuck was it? Project X? Or you mean Project Blow. Project Blow. And, and those, Project those, Blow. so those were our like stomping grounds around LA where you had to like visit these places like there, the pit, like yeah, these yeah. type, like you had to actually have a presence in LA, like the basement and these type of places to where people are like, oh, you actually a real thing. So it, it created a respect thing, but that's all you had. You had the respect Still of the city. Still real underground. It was just the respect of the city. And that's how I was known. I was known as the guy that tore everybody up from every single city. Like, I, I'm from the Valley, but, like, nobody was able to use that against me because I was in Compton, in South Central, in Inglewood, you in Marlboro, shredding everybody into pieces. Like, that's yeah. that. my stomping grounds is every single corner of the fucking city. You know what I'm saying? That's how I took over this shit. And basically, from there, it was kind of opportunity meets preparation, like, where I was ready when... A group of guys that were battle rappers, um, Direct and Lush One, out here, they they decided to create like a league. Like the, the way they came up with the idea, there was no idea of a league. 
It was just random battles that were happening on the street. The whole structure of it created uh, a structure for the fans and created a structure for the whole infrastructure for the whole entire thing. So where it's a community now. So before that, it wasn't a real community. Once the league started coming, it started becoming a place where it was centralized and you could see yeah. like swarms of people coming to one place to see something. It was different. It was a real you know competition. I mean? it was, yeah, instead it was... of shit popping up randomly. And when you say leagues, are there teams? It's not that it's teams. No, it's not that it's teams. That's uh, what I'm saying. Explain, so how... explain a league is like, it's, it's, I mean, I mean, I guess it's almost like a sports league because you have like, but it's like you have, Everyone's like an independent fucking. It's like um, Street Fighter Two. Everyone's like a free agent. You know what I mean? So disaster is just disaster in the league. You don't have like youngsters. Cal's not on your team. Where Cal there's can no go teams, battle no. rap somebody. No, no, and then no, somebody else. Could, like, no, no, there's it no team. Like disaster. It was like a versus thing. Like you know, you show up to fight in a ring, but they created that ring. They created the the, the ESPN atmosphere of it for hip hop. Right? Yeah, you got to consider each rap. each rapper is a team. Yeah. Okay. Like, instead of it being plural, and then would they do rankings? Person. Obviously, as you're known as one of the best. That, how, did, how did that come about? To be honest with you, that that's what changed the game is is that they lost the the ability to figure out what the proper rankings are because they 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 stopped judging battles. So once the leagues popped up, well, in the beginning we were judging them, but like after a while they became promo. And when they became promo, it's there's no more real rankings because now people leave the battle and it's up to up to people. It's an arbitrary thing depending on the, who the it winners is. are. The people that promote the most. It's basically a subjective, objective. Fans of the fan. No, he beat your ass. I well, can't believe he said this about that's you. That's what it becomes at that point yeah. because. Um, what are your thoughts on that? They is that figured good, people bad? get robbed. I mean, it's it's a double edged sword. I, I I do think there should. I think be it's judging. a double edged sword. I too, think though. there should be judging, but I understand why there isn't. But it made it to where. It, just like the world is today, it's a participation trophy type of. <laughs> <So> some, <laughs> right? Oh, oh I'm gonna battle now. Try to normalize so right, the same way they try to normalize being unhealthy. And yeah. right, like that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah the, the same way they normalize that, and oh, you're a champion too, type of shit is yeah. kind of what happened with battle. <laughs> it's funny you say that, dog. And, and, and so now, as you say, leagues. How many <laughs> yeah. leagues are out there? Fucking right on, bro. There ain't even. I don't think it's a uh, quantifiable. No, actually, it is, and it's gonna be like a really crazy number when I throw it out there. I think it's about eleven thousand. Eleven thousand leagues. Yeah. But there's only like five to ten main ones. Okay, how about this? How many do you disaster fuck with? I mean, I fuck with everybody. I've been on a lot of leagues before. I've been on at least like fucking 15 of them. I don't know. 20 and and when you say be on them, you mean perform at them and go battle Yeah, people? I mean, I'm not really or, tied or, into anybody. I've, I always just work with a certain uh, league until, you know what I'm saying, the business doesn't work anymore, and then I move on. Sure. As these leagues are there, what's the prize? What do the packages look like? Is it a fucking TV? Is it a million dollars? Like you, you said, mean? the TV, like you said. You <laughs> what, know, for, for winning a battle? Yeah. What, oh, that, there ain't everybody's no fucking a winner. prize for winning a battle. There's no battle winning? There's no There's battle no winnings? Like, how do they do that? No. You just get it, and it's a pride. I just ripped your ass. You guys want to throw an event where you put up a prize for people? Yeah. I'm just wondering how <laughs> I, mean, I think I it'd do. be smart. Why not? I, I think, look, look, the, pri like the prize it. incentive has always been good. It does happen sometimes. They did a couple of tournaments recently, and they had like a $50,000 prize. They had a $100,000 prize. They, they, they do a bunch of shit, but 
for the most part, there's no prize. You're just battling somebody and getting paid to do it. It's it's a, con- it's they a pay contractual you. Okay, thing. so the league will pay you to show yeah, up. Yeah, and depending on who you are and, and how much pull you got, you get a contract and an offer, and then you sign that, and you get paid a deposit half or whatever your fucking deal is up front. And then to and then when you continue your shit, you get paid the rest of it, and that's how it works. So I I, I just created the new model. We need to have <laughs> you know what I'm saying rock with me on Here this. Here we go, Blue. Rock with notorious. me on this. This a you know what I mean I created this model. It fucking works. So so betting, we need live betting on it. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Because because my cliff now all of a sudden we're sitting here and people are betting right there on the spot. Betting would create a whole like uh, problem like that you're not looking at right now that you don't understand. What do you That's think? a state Tell IRS me. problem and a problem that is you cannot pull that off what you're talking about. You can't. Trust me. It would not become legally, a serious or? fucking problem. It would. Really? Just yeah. On the betting? Of yeah. The, it would, or it would have been done already and whoever tries to do is going to be fucked. Well, can we get in and get out? It would, it would, <laughs> it would, you can do it like on a little level and in yeah, rooms with people cash, but if you try to do it like that, it's not going to work. No, betting nope. on, on You have artists. certain licensing and things that are going to happen, bro, and it's going to become a fucking pain in the fucking ass. Trust right. me. Right. You're not the first person to think of this. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys went through <laughs> that. We'll be the last. You guys sure. exercise. Disaster. I mean, one of the big things, I've, I watched the movie. I thank you, Cal, for sending me that and watching it. And then thanks, seeing, of thanks, course, Cal. for sending it and Didn't watching it all the me, little battle rappers <laughs> or battle raps that I've seen on, on YouTube with, you know, so many great ones. And it's just crazy to watch you come up with this shit. How much prep do you have to do to really disaster somebody? Because you go so fucking hard on <laughs> That's dudes. That's a term now. You know what I mean? I'm like disaster you. You just fucking you. murder these cats, right? Like I'm watching, I'm like, and then it depends, even, man. Like because I'm like yeah. going, he had to learn that. Like where did he? It depends. Come up with that Honestly, shit? my ability, my potential allows me to do it in like 24 hours. But, really? But I don't want to anymore, and I just can't. Like I just can't because. I just got too much going on in, in, in my life for me. Like, somebody would have to pay me a fucking unreasonable amount of money for me to do some shit like that. Like, there was, like, an event that Drake put together recently where me and Murder Mook were going to battle on three weeks' notice, and I agreed to it. But, like, even when I agreed to it in my head, I was like, what am I doing? Why? But because. Life. I don't anymore have time to sit around and just fucking think about this shit. Like, I got so much fucking going on that I'm trying to build myself that everything requires time. You know what I'm saying? Just fucking driving from A to B requires time. You know what I'm saying? Out here in California. Right. I mean, so for me, like, I'm not even happy with that amount of time. Today, like, I would like two, three months. Like, I just want to sit and just completely memorize this shit. Like, I'm not trying to rush for you. Like, do any crazy, stressful shit. I've already fucking done everything there is to do. Like, people got to realize that, too. Like, I've already, well, I'm going to go into my 150th battle stressing. Isn't it funny that you're like, <laughs> like, dude, I've done it, I've, like, I've done it, I killed it. But yeah, yet the audience and the like, crowd nah, and the fans stress. want it, though, right? I mean, that's got to be the hard part, being the athlete, performer, entertainer that goes, disaster, we I can easily you, do it. You. It's just I don't want to. Like, I could easily, like, tomorrow do a battle. I just, I'm not in the mood to, like, when I shut down from that and I'm in a different zone, like, right now, I'm completely, like, all business right now. Like, I'm not even thinking of that. I haven't battled in over a year. Because when I get back to it, I'm seriously going to do something that I've never done before. And it's going to be fucking insane what I do. Like, I already know how I'm preparing my, like, my Delivery. my mind. It's going to be my, like, second wind that I come with right now. Probably my third or fourth wind at this point. Because I've reinvented myself so many times. And I'm about to do it again 
and just better than ever. And when I do it, I just know it's going to be so fucking crazy that I'm only going to dedicate my time to that when I'm doing that. You know what I mean? Like, Have you done any more movies besides the one we've seen that Eminem put out? And um, is there anything else that we're going to see coming out from you? Uh, to be honest with you, man, like we, I did, I did some, <laughs> I did some shit. I didn't really like the shit that I did. I did some. I did a movie. It's I called, love the smile or the giggle. Of like, no, but I don't look, know. look, I have, look, let me say the positive shit. I have some shit that I'm working on that I'm involved in the writing and directing. You know what I mean? And it's pretty fucking amazing. For the, for the culture. Yeah. And like, I just, I'm kind of taking my time because I don't want to make any fucking mistakes. Like, I just feel like I have time right now. I'm just working on myself and just becoming the best version of me. So, like, when I just do everything, it's just perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to rush anything. But I'm definitely working on, you know, acting is a huge thing for us, bro. And I've said this before. Uh, battle rappers, their next step is not the music industry. Like, some some battle rappers, they do have a passion for... for going on stages and rocking shows and shit like that and that's cool and i uh, and the ones that could do that i think they should but everyone that battle rap should consider an acting career because you're acting you're working yeah. you're because what we do is closer to broadway actors than an, I, I said this on no jumper too like uh what we do is closer to broadway acting than it is to uh a rapper going into a music booth and into a booth and just making music and just being like, oh, run that Let back. me cut, exactly. Run Let me take that. Back. You run guys that are back. doing or shit. Or just You're... being like, yo, yo, oh shit, like lay, raise my vocal up. Oh, put that right there. Ooh. Let me do this like, over you that. You can't Let me do, do any of that. Like you have to, it's just your dry voice. You have to entertain people with that. There's no third party. And what I mean by that is a beat, which is another person's creative outlet. Like if you bring a beat into your shit and it's not your beat. So like you, you're rapping on something. It's not your beat. The product is not you anymore. So now you're used to just rapping too with fucking open air. And our just, product is go. our product. Yeah, like you period. can't even write our bars. Like like in, in that world, ghostwriting is okay. In our world, career over. Career completely Which is crazy over. to think that most <laughs> cats don't even see that. And I, and I, well, let me ask. Do you think the hip hop world gives the respect to the battle rappers that they deserve? Because in my opinion, it's deserved for me, but I don't know my gut. I don't know the answer to that question. So that's why I'm asking, do you think the entertainer rappers, the Drakes out there, the ones that are really big and fucking worldwide performing, making money on stage every day, goes, these battle rappers would fucking murder me on stage they right now. They all know that. They all know that. Yeah, and we got to get... walk a thin line between saying that and acknowledging it because they also have like feelings. Yeah, and then not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more than feelings. <laughs> but like all I, rappers <laughs> have feelings. Well, the, tr yeah. the truth is, is, is that most of them they're different crafts, too. You know what I mean? <coughs> like at the end of the day, they know. <coughs> like, and I think even people, record label execs and owners of labels and owners of artists everywhere worldwide i think they understand it's not a good investment to bring a battler around their investment oh you know what i'm saying no. like it's just even bringing a battler around their shit is to them because it's unpredictable it's unknown it's it's all these words right like that the i crush get into that could right just now crush them. yeah because it's 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 an anomaly of fucking just it's just you're you're dealing with something that you can't control you can't understand it. You can't. You can't 
trust it. You can't edit it. You can't, you can't not put it online you because it's all not. You can't ever trust a battle rapper because in the, I, I'm saying in that in that case, not in life, but I'm saying like as as a as, as a rapper to go bring as up a, yeah, as, uh, who we sit as next to? somebody that if you're in a similar lane, you know what I'm saying, like bringing a battle rapper around and trusting that you're gonna look the best in that scenario, it's probably not the smartest idea because you never know what might happen. Well, you they know, we talking about and it's most rapper battlers have bigger egos than even rappers do. Rappers have the biggest egos in the world, but if, until you meet battlers and you're like, oh, this guy this truly guy believes he's the best to ever exist. So, like, I don't think there's a bigger ego than this. And here. when you watch <laughs> these things online, folks that are listening, feel free to Google any battle rap. Just type in battle rap on fucking YouTube. And my point behind this, as I see this disaster, I've watched you guys. And I watched a lot of yours uh, once I knew you were coming on the last four times we tried to book each other and yeah. come in, come out, come Jeez. in, come out. We've, we've been trying to get this locked in for I don't know how long. But my point is I watched so many things and it grew a whole new respect from me. Like, you know what I mean? I come from the FM hip hop world. I was about and, to say you're a hip hop head. So yeah. Like, so and, so that's, those are mainly the people that are going to respect what we do because they have an understanding to A, how hard it is, B, to us transparently and clearly preserving the fucking grassroots culture of it. You know what I mean? Word and just to something. see it and to go, why, and part of me feels like, you ready for this? It's not exposed as much as it should be. I feel like battle rappers should be put on a high, even a, at least the even fucking playing field, I, I, if not even a higher pedestal, because everything yeah, you just said aspect, before, yeah, yeah. live, He's uncut, right. it's fucking He's Broadway. Right. It's You're a Broadway fucking performer. I looked at what you guys are doing. You're going, really aggressive right now, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a battle rapper. Because too. you know why? Because I feel like it's been um and, and you're for right. For me to me say so... you're really aggressive. Yeah. You're really aggressive. Because I watch it and then I looked at it and my point is I've even asked a few cats, right? You heard of this cat, you heard of that cat, you seen this? No, no, no. And then I had to lace a couple people on game on it and I'm like Wow, and to be quite honest with you, I wasn't so hip to it. Like, I didn't know everything Cal was sharing with me. And I'm like, fuck, I come from this hip hop. I bought tapes off Too Short at the Barriest of Flea Market growing nice. up as a kid. I fucking listened to the Fat Boys when they first came out. You know what I mean? I, I heard all these, the Double Dutch buses and all this shit when it started. All these these battles that you heard of that you said were the early ons. I remember those, the MC Shans and all this shit. You know, I, I grew up on it. And for me not to realize that there's leagues of yeah. this shit like i didn't Shit's realize this there. and i feel like i have a hip-hop backbone like nobody else well it's inter it became internet culture more than it became um mainstream street, like mainstream. It's, it just became yeah it became like really youtube culture yeah i think youtube is responsible for for how big battle rap got and i think i could clearly say that in anybody else do you monetize that on youtube of or? course yeah so of course i mean what, what's but those pieces of shit recently been demonetizing battles like you don't you don't get as much as you used to on battles you don't get to get the same because it's it's fucking rated r or whatever you know what who's I'm your favorite battle rapper my favorite battler yeah who you like i mean who you look at and be like dude this that dude's, dude's fire yeah he's the shit there's a bunch of them bro I, I i don't really know who's my favorite battler you got you got someone that you feel like you put two against each other you, you want to watch your two. money like who gave you the best run for your money? Who gave me the best run? Because I mean, for I remember money? watching the cannabis thing, you know, and when that happened, I was just like, wow, like you know, because honestly, the dude that gave me the best run for my money was probably either me and Iron Solomon had a close battle, but I still won that. 
and like me and Danny Myers had a really close battle. I also won that. I don't know. The, I feel like those still those two battles are the most recent in the last five years that like I really like respected the flow. Oh yeah, yeah. They were they were fucking crazy. They said crazy shit to me, and they were big battles too. They weren't small battles. They were huge. As you battles. said that, and as you're on stage, did you ever find yourself having to fight, cracking, laugh like, "Ooh, motherfucker, you just got me good." Oh, I'm I'm very uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm very transparent when it comes to that. Like when somebody hits me with a bar, like, I just start I, laughing. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I don't go. give a fuck. I'm not. I'm not there for the poker faces and the fake shit. And I've had a lot of fans tell me that before. Like, hey, man, like, you shouldn't react like that when somebody's saying shit to you. It makes like, you look it's dope, weak. It's dope. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, yeah, dope, like, dope. yeah. Like, I'm not respect. about to put a poker face up for you. Like, I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, then when you see me looking like this. You know I really feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't a poker face. Right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. bitch, you know I'm telling you the truth. Like, That's nothing. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you see it? Like, I'm not fucking hiding shit for none of you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, I, I, I love reacting. I, I might shake a motherfucker's hand. Like, that was, that was hot. Like, that, that was hard. Was hot. Like, that was hot. If it's that good. Yeah. Right? So you get the movie and you get the, the call to do this movie with Eminem. How does that all happen? Well, to be honest with you, uh, I didn't audition for this movie. My fucking role was created for me, like, because it was such a. My role was like the only role out of all those roles that was completely like conditioned for like a specific personality and a person, and they kind of just took my disaster, the whole Image, shit, yeah. and they and they just barely tweaked it, and and so I just. Are you really dating so basically, a porn star? <laughs> well, no, but like basically, all the other shit that they're. Basically, all the other shit, like when you see like the fights that happen and certain things that happen, is so similar to like real life. You know what I mean? And they made me like the 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 heel or whatever, which is also like kind of the kind of true. Even though like I'm like a good villain, right? But so like, to speak, yeah, yeah. But like, basically, they made me like this super bad guy. But I'm at the end. I I do like, yeah. For for those who haven't watched it, maybe I shouldn't say anymore. But I mean. I feel like, yeah. So they wrote the role for you, but how did you? The get thing the is, call? is that I just, I, I just, I, I just you, knew, I just knew in my head that like, I already had this role because nobody could play this fucking role. There's no way you're gonna get somebody to be me better than me. Like you'd fucking be insane. And then I fucking wrote all my bars, and then I helped a lot of the other battlers write their shit too. Oh, nice. Like so, like a lot of the shit in it is like my punchline. Did you meet M on set? And that that you know that goes to say with like what I was saying like about the investment thing. <laughs> I just I wonder like you know what I'm saying like I don't know what it is you know what I'm saying maybe you know when you're a superstar you don't want to be around battle rappers like that. Wow, I could see that. I don't I don't know what it is like that's how I chalked it up like yeah too many battle rappers you know what I mean why would I be, why would he want I mean I because got if you think about it yeah well if you think about it if you're in that position how would you think like yeah, I would feel like somebody could easily just be like battle me right now even though we wouldn't ever do that but if you think about it you can't get challenged probably, like that in front of everybody too and like somebody pulls out because phone. all it takes oh, yeah, is it for that. it to happen yeah you know what I'm saying and when you're not in that zone and you have That's battle coaching. rappers That's around coaching. you that are it's kind of unfair like he'd get caught slipping so like he's probably smart not to be around I would agree. battle rappers. Yeah, I would agree. With we that. did two projects with Eminem and he was nowhere to be seen. Oh wow! Yeah, he didn't. He didn't come through. 
like like the when we did the the house thing like with with total slaughter they just they they shot like their shit from far away like they 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 still introduced us like he introduced our fucking battle and everything like which was dope as fuck you know what i mean i'm not asking for more than that you right know yeah, i'm yeah. just he saying did his job, yeah. in my opinion like when when rappers get to a certain point that's it they protect their brand there's no getting in on that. And like that, I feel like if he it, ever so. did a battle too, like I feel like he would be like five years ready for the person. Like and then he'd be like, All right, do it this week. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Like I, I really do feel like that. Like him, Jay Z or anybody. Like I just feel like that's what they would do, you know what I'm saying? Because they're not gonna they're too big to just come sit around battle rappers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I just feel like they just it's too much of a risk, and you, there are a lot of battlers that probably would. I know I wouldn't do no corny shit like that, where I would be like, "Yeah, rap right now, bro!" Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I feel like it's corny. But shit. Like, I've, I've had Someone it happen would. to me, and I've seen it happen like a lot of times, and people do be doing shit like that. Yeah, like they be doing shit like that, and they walk up on you with their phone, like, "Oh, look, I just see this ass." You know, like, like you know, like that's not an it's it's not an uncommon thing. Put yeah, they're way. literally like, I I'm right in front of you right now. Let's rap. And you're like, what? Like, Someone's what recording the from the corner. Your you're like, what the fuck are you doing, yeah. man? Yeah, so like, I, I, I guess I understand that whole aspect of it. You know, I man. would too, as you break it down like that. I, I would almost be shocked. It makes sense. Yeah, no, because why sense. would you? And, and you're right. He probably would get jammed up. Some asshole on set would probably be like, look, and then try to utilize that. And Someone could easily just be like, freestyle for me right now. And right. he would have to be like, no. Right. Or he would have to freestyle some weird shit. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Because it's just it's just how it is when you're What are big. your thoughts on his style? Were you a fan of his music? Uh, to be honest with you, like, obviously the first first two albums, but, like, for me, like, I was always a super fan of B-Rabbit. It was, like, the weirdest shit ever. It was a character. Like, it was... I was... For me, I looked at that character, and I was like, this is... This character is the fucking... Real. The pinnacle of fucking lyricism. Like, this is how you have to be. I seen him like me because I went into the most gutter spots. I did all that shit. I didn't get jumped by motherfuckers and have to go on stage. I was beating the shit out of motherfuckers. But it was the same shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I went through the same shit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I under, like to me, I was like, this is like my life type of shit. That's how I looked at it. So that's what I was really a fan of. But that's just a movie. Yeah. To an extent, yeah. right? I actually I mean, live it. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying that. that and that's the fact. I'm just putting that out there. Like that's that's, that's a movie. That's what I fucking go through, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm not saying that to shade him cuz I know he went through that shit too, you know what I'm saying? Like he he had his battles and everything, but when I watched it, like to me that's what I was attached to, not the the music aspect. I, I to be real with you, I've never been much of a artist fan. Like I don't fan out on artists and buy their cds and shit like that i just listen to dope tracks whenever i hear them i'm kind of more of like a playlist type of person i guess you know what i mean i used to collect cds when i was way younger like way younger i'm talking about the beginning like onyx dmx and all them cds yeah, i had that shit i had ones. the fujis the score i had fucking uh the puffy uh no uh, no way out like all that like i had all that <laughs> shit but then i stopped buying cds like it just i wasn't buying no more cds and i just became like a battle rapper and that's all i fucking cared about so like when eight mile came out i watched that shit fucking like two or three times you know what i mean i You're was like, like this is my life this yeah. is a this is a real wow they're no. doing my shit right because here. look what he did for the world nobody fucking did bro like no nobody did what m did for battle rap even till this day like with drake doing all this shit that he's doing right now like and just a lot of people that have shown a lot of love for battle rap what eminem did like i still remember this like yesterday 
prior to Eight Mile coming out, like not not his albums and him rapping, just prior to Eight Mile coming out, we would go places and be like, "Yo, I'm a battle rapper," and people huh? wouldn't give a fuck. Right? You understand? After Eight Mile came out, we became celebrities because of him. Like because of him, Open we would go to places, right? Like I remember this clearly too. I would go to like like college parties, like Santa Barbara, Aya Vista, like up there, like I'm talking about like crazy college parties, house parties on every block, like hundreds of them, ciphers in every fucking house type of shit. Right. You would show up and be like, boom, I'm a battle rapper. And, like, everybody and people back would up. be like, oh shit, like we got a fucking real one. Like it was such a rare thing. And with the local battle rapper be like, oh, okay, let's go. And it, it's so crazy is, is he also created a bunch of fake battle rappers. Right. Which was good. Like it's, it it's not yeah. M created like a thousand little fucking white guys that thought they could rap. Like yeah. I'm talking about I like, would actually times and, that and, by ten. And, and, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. Ten thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hundred thousand. But like just exactly. in, just in my little area. Right. Like a thousand of them. You know, and, and they didn't have no real like story like to why they were connected to hip-hop or like just like even just my whole fucking thing why i'm in america and just the whole dream i had they didn't have that they were just nerds that are like i'm a rapper now and it was like crazy because you would come into a party you'd see them rapping and and those were our body bags like those were the beginning days of me building my shit and like Think training on people like they he created like a, a market he created the fucking biggest explosion of a market and motherfuckers got mad pussy because bitches would be like you're a battle rapper like yeah. oh wow like yeah. i just seen that in a movie yeah. <laughs> and not only that these guys that you're referring to were like weak defenders and a terrible goalie right so same correlation everybody was horrible it was like okay i can score everybody, on you i'm gonna score on you everybody was horrible everybody was horrible and we were like two three years into battle rapping like i, I was like yeah, 99, 2000, 2001, 2002, and then like that shit came out probably like 03 or something. Like I forgot exactly when it came out. I think it was 2003. Huh? 2003. Yeah. That shit was uh... Yeah, so like that period of time, it was just it was just fucking crazy because like the B Rabbit phenomenon to me was just so fucking crazy because it created he was like a catalyst for like for not just like as a battle rapper but as an MC like and I still that character that he like created to me is still like I value that character and I'm gonna tell you why because that character showed everyone and like back then street battle rap and just coming in there and just be like I'm gonna shoot you I'm gonna fuck your bitch I'm gonna fucking clap you I sell more drugs than you was not a bar back then that shit was like nah we want more than that. Like, it was like you had to come with some shit. And his character in that showed that if you are witty and funny as a battle rapper, you could overcome anything. You could overcome being told you're going to get shot, Money. jumped, all that shit that he created. He created, basically, he showed the world what, how, this is why I really appreciate him, is because he showed the world how fucking talented you have to be to be a real battle rapper like and and that's what he he portrayed in that fight like that's someone who defeats all those odds like because a real battle rapper will take anything even if it's a positive thing used against them or a negative thing and could flip it like how we were saying earlier like 
hey, I'm a doctor. What could you say to me? Well, in a battle, like, da -da 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 -da, like you work right. for this. You, like, you could just immediately be like, you fucking pe Like, you could easily be like, you killed your patient. You da -da -da -da. So, like, battle, a battle rapper with the right mentality that's pretty much being witty and just putting lyrics over everything and just... But that's the key. That I think you're that was, just saying the key word right there, witty, because when you watch... Rabbit do that when you watch you guys do this it's like that cleverness the wittiness and especially when you watch I, I, I'm not stereotyping but when you see the cornball looking white guy that goes up there hence the Eminem looking one back in the day when he first came out you're like what is this guy going to do? And he can use his cornballness to his advantage. There, we have a couple of white guys like that, and they're fucking amazing. And that's what I mean. And, Even and in it's that movie. okay to be that type of like you can't just be white and normal. You gotta <laughs> you gotta be you got to find a way to like really be creative about your shit because this is it's it's a it's a grassroots culture that comes from the street and you can't just be like a fucking privileged fucking nerdy ass dude just fucking winning by just being like I'm that guy. You got to either be like, look, I'm a fucking nerd and it's all good, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll do your homework after this is done, man. Just let me win. <laughs> well, like that like, movie, that character. You, you can win. Like the you can win movie, like that. You for can... that character in the movie, the white guy that came out. That guy was fucking killing it in that movie. I was like, wow. He starts rhyming and beats his girlfriend up verbally and this and that. Oh, yeah. Like, the shit that he no, said to I his mean, girl. That was great. I was like, ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that shit was dope as fuck. No, I didn't write any of that. But, like, that's, that's, that's pretty much the point I'm trying to make is he was able to, like, get through to, like, a hippie girl that knows nothing about this shit. Well, it's like when he, that's really what it takes. When Eminem, you know, started shitting on himself as B-Rabbit, right? As when, you know, I think it shocked everybody because, again, that's that culture of, like, being able to clown Rip on yourself. yourself. Rip that, yourself. That form of Eminem is the strongest. And to be honest with you, yeah, like, I wasn't really a fan of his music like that. And I, I do like a couple of his records. But what I was really also a fan of also, not just the B-Rabbit shit, was just the freestyles that he did. Like, when he would come on Tim Westwood and do that shit, to me, that was, like, the fucking... Hardest shit. The pinnacle of fucking rapping. But, like, he doesn't do that a lot. He, like, likes doing other shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's, again, I'm not, I'm just putting my criticism in there. That's just how I feel as a, as a battle rapper. So those what? are the things that I'm attached to about him. Like, and then the fact that he put his hand into battle rap and, like, actually involved us is fucking incredible. That was a, a crazy moment to realize. Whether he showed up or not because he thinks motherfuckers are going to fucking start battling him. You know what I'm saying? Would you like, want to see him do it more? Of course. I, I think he should do a battle. I think Eminem should battle. Who? Like, who, he, he you, should you. just battle, man. What about you? Who? <laughs> he should just battle because, look, would you who would you like him, to see him battle? Would it's, you battle him? It, it, you, like, I feel like he once said in this thing, like, if, if I don't give a fuck who you are, if you, like, call my name, I'm coming for you. Like, he fucking said that. Like, and I feel like he has that itch in him. And like he conquered everything else. I feel like a part of him, even if he never does a battle, he's always going to wish he did. You know what I mean? And that's why he should just do one. I just don't know. If he gave you a million dollars to lay down, would you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? First, like, of, first like, of all, yo, I don't even think a million would get Eminem to do a battle. No, I don't I'm think saying so either, if he yeah. gave you a million. Like what? if he was like, yo, come battle, I'll give you a million bucks. Let's lay go. down. 
lay down on to, 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 to lay down. To, 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 to choke? <laughs> oh, my God. Do me God. a favor. You, you start rapping with hey, that's, like, that's some, like, Paul Logan fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why not? Everybody else has. What is going on Every other celebrity's doing it. Oh, God. They doing something. So fucking just a Paul Logan. Me and him just have an even battle. I get a million. I don't think he's... I don't think... Honestly, Eminem don't strike me as that type of person. I don't think he would either. No, he'd want he'd want the best of you. Yeah. The thing is, is that, like... I don't know. I don't know what he's in tune with more, his artist side or his battle side. But I feel like if he if he's in his battle mind or whatever, he wouldn't allow that. Like he wouldn't. I don't think he would allow for someone <laughs> to think that they're better than him. Like yeah. he's gonna he's gonna that shit wouldn't wouldn't be. But I could see that happening with like another type of celebrity. You yeah, know yeah, saying? yeah. Come out and be like, y'all. Yeah, I'll I can pay see you to lay too. down, bro. You gotta lay down. So let's just ask <laughs> My this. Probably would though. <laughs> you don't want to go up against I do, somebody. Yeah, I just don't see you know, him like just exercise. the respect that he he has for the pen itself. Like I just don't feel like he would. Yeah. That shit would fight. That shit would be like when when kids find out like that Santa Claus is not real. Yeah. <laughs> so you've already said you were, you respected. You, you've seen him freestyle uh, this and that. Eminem says disaster. I want to. I want to battle rap you. I mean, I feel like if he ever battled anyone, he should battle the person that's been the most requested. You get what I'm saying? To battle him? Yeah. Which is who? That's disaster that's, and Eminem. That's you. That's yeah. By far, like it's the most fucking requested fucking battle from me for any celebrity, and I've been getting it for about like. 13 14 years now wow. and bro during the fucking the movie dur during the filming of the movie like people were going crazy about it like and i just i'm gonna leave this here i'm not gonna go too hard because i'm a respectful person but like i wasn't allowed to explore that you during, can't even talk about it really probably. yeah because they probably like, put some paperwork bro, because on during you. the movie bro I'm telling you, I just started retweeting all this shit, like because there was so much of it. It's when my fucking verse came out when I was ripping MC Goggles apart and I ripped his glasses off. Yeah. And people were fighting in the comments. And like I was just screenshotting everything and then taking all the retweets that I was getting, you know what I'm saying? And all of it was Eminem. us battling, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, I was told to take all that down. No. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. I'm just going to leave that there. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, like, at the end of the day, this goes back to what I'm saying. Like, ultimately, I do have the utmost respect for him. But when it comes to this battle shit, I'm done looking at any rappers in hip-hop. And this is why I agree with what you were saying earlier when I told you you were being aggressive, but you're right. <laughs> I'm done looking at anybody like they're above us any of them like period anyone period because what we do just because we didn't have the machine behind us and all this shit that just prop us up and make us look a certain way doesn't mean that what we did wasn't really the hardest toughest road and the most road filled with fucking real growth and fucking and cutting edge shit bro they've taken from us bro more than we've taken from them. Mm, like, 1,000. We've, mm. we've taken from them because they built our whole foundation in hip-hop. Yeah. And when I say they, I mean all our fucking... All rappers, yeah. All, sure. all of them, right? Before us, yeah. They gave us everything. But I'm saying they have taken so much from us that we should no longer look at it like we are beneath anyone. We're and that's equals. why I say it that way. We're equals. I don't, and I don't just so people don't see this and be like, damn, don't this guy look, thinks look he's bigger than fucking yeah. all and these. Yeah, yeah, no. No, I don't. 
we're, we, we are not bigger than them. But I'm saying when it comes to what we do respectfully in our craft, nobody could fucking do it. Relate period. to us. And, and I mean this about like, not, I don't mean this about just the, the newer guys. I just mean this about us, the OGs. I'm speaking for like all the battlers that have been doing this for like 20 years. And that have really, really put in so much fucking work and advanced this shit so fucking far. And their pen, like, bro, again, we're going to have to keep saying this because they're very fucking emotional. The utmost respect, you know what I'm saying? Sure. But you guys, you guys, and I'm speaking to all of them in general, come up with a verse and could recite it a thousand times. Take a verse, you write it. You go to a show and go make your money doing you shows make your around the money, world. Good. You, you make your money God here. Bless. You make your money here. You hit Minnesota. You hit Florida doing the same verse, the same verse. Fucking Ellen or somebody might call you. You come on their show. You do the same verse, and you could do that. Like we were never able to do that. So when it comes to advancing the pen itself, like we're talking about lyricism, we were wow. never given wow. any form of 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 time to 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 appreciate anything we wrote because once we wrote it we were told we need to come up with the next one right away so them hits that let's say snoop dogg has the most classic albums ever take a doggy style for example he could do that shit a million times over and over we could never do that you can't go if back i to take battle. a verse from another battle and i spit it in another it's battle over. i'm finished yeah i'm finished as a fucking rapper and i'm i recycle now and i'm falling off and i i, I probably should hang it up that's what people would say wow so Isn't that crazy that's so huge. sounds so, like someone's being aggressive over there now so yeah. how much so, <laughs> welcome to the party mr aggressive so how much, I, i'm, I'm senior the king aggressive of aggressiveness man <laughs> so how much thought we put into our shit bro like we deserve that respect, and we definitely don't get it as much as we should. You know what I'm saying? And that, that was my right. point. And that's why it sucks that, that I have well to talk said, like dog. this, because this is what it creates. That type of when homage is not paid the right yeah. way, it creates these type of conversations that shouldn't really be had. Like, this type of conversation, I shouldn't be having it. Like, we should already feel this way. And to be honest with you, from the battle, from the rappers themselves, like the celebrities that have supported us or... I hate calling them celebrities and just call them real hip hop heads that have supported us. They actually show us a lot of love. Oh yeah, they have to. If you know the art and you see the craft, like you said, well, you guys also... are Broadway fucking stars. You guys are opera singers. <sighs> you guys are doing shit that's real live, like well, Broadway and, and, type and shit. And the same thing, the opera singers don't get as much uh, as a real fame singer, or yeah. celeb. You know what I mean? That, you know, type what opera singer can you, you you label off right now? When Vericelli? you can label off. Well, Whatever. yeah, one. I yeah, just I got I mean, one. Yeah, but but I mean, you could label off, uh, you know, Whitney Houston's all day. We're we're you we're, know what I mean. We're really like the end one, and the music industry is the NBA. So like you know, like when you when you go to see that, you know, you're gonna see like hot sauce, and you're gonna see all these guys, and they're gonna spin the ball through their legs and around their head, and that's kind of what we do. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. They could be like, well, you can't make a record like It's this. a great analogy, by the yeah. way. I like that analogy. And that's fine. Because at the end of the day, like, for me, I'm not trying to. I, for me, like, well, I'm why trying. Not, I, why not? Because oh, you for, know what I'm saying? Because for me, there's a competition aspect to it. And when you're making a record, there is no more competition. You're just in the booth. You know what I'm saying? For me, there has to be somebody. I would disagree in front with of that. They're trying to make the you next can make, best song. You can make a I song mean, battle. Yeah, I mean, I'll be down to do some shit like that, I guess. But I'm saying it's not a popular thing. I would. I think that would be amazing. Yeah. But I'm saying, 
even the whole form of having a third party again bro you want the rawest form of hip-hop right so this is what it is bro it's literally hearing someone's soul from across you express itself with no other help no other souls just, just there's it's nothing just, it's, a it's raw hip-hop it's coming it's straight thankless. like you're basically an antenna and you're literally broadcasting hip-hop you have anything else that's attached <laughs> to you it's no longer you bro how how it's really not that hard to 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 grasp it now there's three people involved yeah, yeah. and depending on how many people worked on the beat <laughs> there might be more four than three or five people. Oh yeah and if you have a microphone and you're you have a vocal engineer now and now you have another you have a fifth person coming together and you have well, this and, party and as you say that i'm thinking of some of the big battle me, raps right no like one of my shit. favorite battle it, raps it, is the ice cube and nwa one when cube went with no vaseline to me, I was like, oh, my goodness. I mean, those, those those were like some of the like, and it's crazy because when you look back at big hip hop beefs like that and like Common and Ice Cube, like there's a bunch yeah, of them, right? Yeah. Those are like the biggest moments people remember. They don't remember what records they put out the month before that. Do you remember what record he put out like that six months? That, that certificate yeah. maybe? Nobody yeah, fucking exactly. remembers. Nobody. But they no remember vaseline. the beef. They remember the fucking... Bit of gasoline. Because people also... Uh, people, people's entertainment is predicated on seeing competition too. People, that's what motherfuckers yeah, forget. That, that people, even though they want to come and be like, hey, ho, all right, everyone go home. They still also want to be like, who's going to win? Who's going to... It's, it's nature. Like people want to bet... People People want to do shit like it's it's human nature to like be like i'm with the red guy you're with the blue guy all right like that's Let's that's go. part of it and if you don't have that i feel like it's not fully hip-hop it's not i don't care like if, if you look at okay if you look at melly mel when he came out mm. all right i still feel like he was battling the cops and he was battling the government you know what i'm saying like that's still different yeah like you could i could still Even hold like my argument on that because enemy. Yeah, he had a beat going on. He could have did it a cappella, but that's not what they do. But it's still, he had a purpose and he was battling somebody. He was letting somebody know he's smarter than them and that he knows what the, what, what should be done. And he's talking about his surroundings. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if you look at it, that's exactly what it is, bro. It's just battling, you know? And without it, I just don't feel like it's, it's whatever. You're just making songs. Well, it's disaster. It's Cannabis Talk 101. When we come back, I'm finally going to give him the verse that I ripped his ass on, and he's going to hear Bro, it from a person who first hand. He wrote this for like three I weeks. I can't wait. Oh my God. That's why we kept here. extending yeah. the show. It's Cannabis Talk 101. You he's can't wait to hear verse. this when we come back. All right, let's it's get it. On. I'm kidding. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Take a hit, get lit, sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101 right here as we are the number one source for everything cannabis. And make sure you check out Viscous Vapes, guys. Live the ride. Born out of Venice Beach, you guys, and they are wonderful. If you don't got one of these pins, matter of fact, we got to hook you up with one of these pins over there, Disaster. Viscous Vapes is fire. Yeah, right there. There's a couple of them right we got there a couple you. for you to go home with. You know what I mean? A prize pack to, to puff on <laughs> as you smoked a beautiful blunt with Cal earlier. We got this. Uh, check out the website, viscous.life. And real quick, I just want to thank everybody from our team that makes all this possible. Jan, our social media queen. Sorry we've been excluding you from this. As Jennifer texted me last night, we got to add Jan. I can't believe I forgot her. Sorry, love Jan. You, Jan. We love and appreciate you, Erica, Daniel, Cal. Thank you, Cal, for hooking this interview up as well, brother. Irtazan, Christian, Denny, Kevin, Andrew, Zach, Cash, Cam, Salar, Nadia, Ali, Pitt, my brother, Chris Franquino, Jennifer, and Elvis. Thank you guys all. And, of course, a big thank you to Disaster yeah. for showing up today and uh, probably saying too much. But, you know. Not really, man. Not really. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, dude, I, I don't know. You feel like you said too much? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, no. Nah. nah? Okay, you're good. Nah. I mean, here, here's a, there was a point where, you know, I know, I know you don't know my history, but I, I rapped for a lot of years, and, and I was, you know, working with different labels and shit like that. And Death Row. He was the first Latin and, to be signed to Death Row. And so through that process, nice. though, like, you know, I used to go to Project Blow, and I couldn't even remember. I was Project X. I mean, that's how far away from I am. You know, and I... I, I Attempted to battle rap with my boy Ivory. Me and Ivory used to go to these events and shit. Rest in peace to my boy Ivory. And he used to battle down there, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Quite yeah. a bit, you yeah, know. He's a real one. You remember Ivory? No, nah, but I'm saying. Oh, know, oh, he, oh, he, oh, he oh, clearly like, was a real one. Yeah. <laughs> and so we, we used to go out there and, and I attempted to get up on those those stages out there. And I realized that, you know, for me, I, I enjoyed writing songs. Yeah, you got killed. Yeah, and I got killed. Yeah, I got killed. <laughs> I got murdered. It was Those who go. Don't yeah. feel bad. I got killed yeah. at Project Blow, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I grew up at Project I lo- Blow. I lost I mean, a I, couple battles there. So yeah. I, I know how it I literally <laughs> would go down to Project Blow, my boy Soda Pop and all the Medusas was out there. All these people. And we and we used to sit there and I'd be rapping, rapping and boom, boom. We used to rap and shit like that. But, but when I really started trying to battle, I'm like, this really wasn't for me. You know what I mean? Like, And it's a different craft. They're completely different. To write a song... And make people feel a certain way. Right, and they used to get crazy too. Like they, there used to be battles inside, but then battles used to happen outside. outside too. Like, and those are the ones. Yeah. Like, yeah, Probably some of the best ones were for people heard, right? Like okay, right wait. in front of that motherfucker, literally, and, and bleeding into the street on Robertson. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I think that's, it was Robertson. It's crazy. But, dude. 
Well, uh, Disaster, here's a good time of the show where we like to do the high five with all the guests that we have on. We like some uh, five simple, fun questions that you'll oh, enjoy. Shit. Here we no, go. no, has got to be some controversial questions. No, not at all, actually. Very, very easy. Five very simple easy. questions. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, if, if Donald Trump was on a book, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is that the first question? No, question number right, one of the high go. five with Disaster let's right go. here on Cannabis Talk 101. We heard this earlier, but we didn't hear it all. And I believe it was 14, but how old were you the first time you smoked cannabis, and where'd you get it from? Yeah, I did already mention that. I was probably like 13 or 14. I'd say 14, let's just be safe. And I got it from this area called Sinilfil in Lebanon. Wow. Sinilfil, that was this Sinilfil, which actually translates to an elephant's tooth. That's what this area was called, elephant tooth. Elephant wow. Tooth Boulevard. <laughs> Elephant Tooth Boulevard. I went to Elephant Tooth Boulevard and I copped like forty dollars of dirt or something like that. Or I think. But it, was it got less. you high. I don't. I don't know what I paid. I. I just remember. That was the first I, time. I, it was. It was. It was. It was folded in a fucking paper, an actual like fucking sheet of paper folded, and then you just open it, and there was just. Did you roll it up in a joint or pipe? A joint. A joint. Nice. Question number two of the high five with disaster. Best battle rapper in the world. What is your favorite way to smoke cannabis or use it? Huh, great question. I not only have a favorite way, I have a one and only way or I won't smoke. So it's gradually turned into this because I've always been a blunt smoker. So I always have a problem if I if I'm not smoking a blunt. But it first started off where I was smoking you know, I'm an old school smoker, so I started off with the Garcia Vegas in like fucking. 99. Give me your Vegas, <laughs> like shout out to eleven five. Put a fucking whole gram in a Vega, and that was it, bro. Because oh, they were like those gram-sized fucking blunts. You know what I'm saying? Love me, my Vegas. Those small fucking mm-hmm. perfect gram fucking blunts, right? So we used to fucking get those, and then it gradually turned into like Swishers and uh, Philly Titans actually first, and then you know Swishers, then Optimos, and fucking Dutches and Backwoods, and now. I won't touch any of that. I would throw up if I smoked any of it. I actually can only smoke. Are you ready for this controversial take? I could only smoke out of a frontal leaf. Really? That's it. There's no other way I could get high. And if you if I don't have a frontal leaf, I'm not smoking. Are you wow. serious? You want yeah, to take I mean, a hit I just I just t- I took a hit of his pen real quick, but that's it. That was one hit. I'm not gonna do it again. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just I was just to try it. Right, I, I, that's not a way for me to get high. Like, what are the frontal leaves? Well, I don't even know what they are. Let me see. What you have one on you? Yeah, Is I it, do. Let me see. I, I don't even <laughs> know. Like, I, I'm yeah, not. Of course, <laughs> I, of course, I have to. <laughs> Let me see. Are they already cut open and just ready to roll, or you got to cut them yourself? No, you cut it yourself. Oh, so there's tobacco. It's right just right a leaf right it's off big, the tree. It's bro. a big leaf, right? It's yeah. like one of the big just leaves. Right just... off the fucking tree, bro. It, and it's wrapped. It's a huge. It's a huge. You can open it if you want. Just make sure you put it back in there. I don't so, want it to dry out. I'm just so out. curious. I'm not so hip to the, to what this is right here. It dries out really fast because it's actually real, you know? Like, blunts have, like, preservatives in them. But there's no tobacco in that? Or, like, they're not even really tobacco. It's not tobacco. No, that's what it is. It is tobacco leaf. It's, it's a oh, leaf. it's full on, like, it feels like an open cigar. Yeah, it feels like a... It's a leaf, a real leaf. Like, cigars, like... Dude, like, it smells like a cigar. Okay, but Swishers and all that shit is, like, paper mache and cardboard. You know what oh, I'm saying? It's not shit. really this is borderline spliffy what you're smoking right here. I mean, to be and... honest with you, like it kind of is because I throw the fucking blend in there too, man. I'm really hardcore with this shit. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. This this reminds me when I smell it, smells like more of a spliff than not. Here, I'll smell it. See what I'm talking about. I think about. it's more natural to be honest with you, man. My lungs are fucking oh, yeah. great. I'll be real with you. Like I don't Oh, it smells good. I've, 
I run full games, bro. I play every day. You still like, playing pickup games? Every day. Like, really? Right now, I've I haven't played for like three, four days. It's the first time in like a year and a half. I'm telling you, I run. I gotta hook you up, my boy. Full field all day. I don't get subbed. Like I'm absolutely fucking machine. And when I smoked cigarettes like eight, nine years ago, I couldn't do that. Or when I smoked blunts and cigarettes like swishers and all that shit, I remember it would just kill me anywhere I would go. Like now, I could go into a steam room and just breathe in steam hot air and it's fine i used to cough in the steam room right you, like right when that hot air hits your lung you're just fucking coughing paper mache, fucking, right. paper mache so whatever this is it it, it, it works I, for you for me like because i've been on this health journey i've this is my only vice it looks like you smoking, leaned out right? too right? yeah smoking is my only vice really so like i feel like i've gradually went into the healthiest form of a leaf i could get like and i went there naturally yeah like step by step like i would find what was better for me what was better for me and like now i feel like i'm the cleanest you know what i mean even though this is still fucked up yeah. <laughs> still some tobacco right there fucked up smells like a cigar but hey i'm saying that's your favorite it's, way to medicate it's the period. cleanest it's the there cleanest most fucked up way to get fucked up the best yeah. or the worst <laughs> question number three of the high five with disaster craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis in class in school where in, in Lebanon? class in school in America in America in continuation school you just hit it already like, in continuation I was school. already in continuation school like am I getting kicked out I of s- continuation school what bro that's the a crazy fucking story because I brought a gun to school and I smoked weed oh so so this is how fucking this is how fucking nuts I was I had a gun in my waist and I was getting high in class did they did and they I'm gonna tell you that this, this is this is this is what happened um I used to do this all the time so it was never a problem that's why I didn't care that day that I brought a gun with me, right? You're fucking nuts. <laughs> so, so basically, I, I I get high in 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 this class because the, it was the biggest like it was the biggest class of the day where basically the the teacher is like not paying attention to us a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's like physical activity. Yeah, he class. was high himself. He was chill. so like we're in this classroom, but like we're still like they they gave us shit to like fucking like study and write. So we're in the corner and everyone's grouping up. And I just have my apple, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, and I'm just holding it till it just ghosts. I'm like ghosting hits. And I've been doing that shit. I did it for a couple weeks straight and I got away with it. Like they didn't fucking know. I was ghosting apple hits in the fucking, in, 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 class. in the class. Yes, in class. So, was your friend next to you going, what the fuck? Are so you that's, doing? that's how I got popped. Yeah. So, 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 so the way I got popped was the time it actually happened. I was basically doing my shit and then like, and I'm like, nah, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the dude next to me wanted to hit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, come on, pass it real quick. I swear. Like, da da da. So I was just like, fuck. Like, like we started creating a ruckus. So then, like, more people started getting involved. So then it was like a group of people that noticed. Let like me hit three, it, dog. Let me hit it. It was three, four people. Then they're like, oh shit, they're smoking. <laughs> oh man. So then we're like sitting there, and I'm like, man, I, I'm, we're not doing this. You know what I'm saying? And like, I had just fucking took a rip too. Like, right. So we're sitting there, and basically I'm just like, all right, just chill out. You know what I mean? And I take another rip, and then the teacher comes up like, what's going on over here? Like, you guys are making, like, what, what, could I be part of this fun? Like, like You're all here, take a hit of the I'm apple. Like, <laughs> and he's just looking at me. Like, he's looking at everybody. He's like, what's going on? And I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's like, uh, you're a and fish then, in like, the place? And what? then, like, like he's, like, trying to talk to me. Like, like this shit's lingering out of my nose. I can't even <laughs> fucking hold it anymore, bro. Like, it's about to just come out. It's about I'm to like, collapse, bro. And then I'm like, I'm going to breathe. <laughs> just fucking just. Right in his face. Oh. Marijuana! <laughs> oh, man. And what happened next? I booked it out of the class. You ran. Yeah, and I was jumping over the fence, and my gun fell out, and like it was crazy, and I had to jump back and grab it. And they called the principal. The principal was this fat chick that was trying to run. Like they were calling other people after me. I went into the hills. I hid my shit, and I ran back down. It was like a fucking whole crazy scene I created. Nice, but yeah, I never came. They never. They never cut. I never came back to that school. You just yeah, you just left. You're like, I'm just gonna leave. I'm good. I just left. Yeah, you know because like they already knew I was smoking weed in class. Like obviously. Yeah, you're like I know what to do. I blew the whole fucking hit out. Like Adam, <laughs> like bro, like how how much more? Honestly, dog, be? that that might take the cake on the craziest bro, I, fucking place yeah. of everything we've heard. In, when people think about it, and you see how quick I, I I thought of it because I don't think I've done anything as crazy. I have been obnoxious with my weed smoking throughout my life, but I don't think I've. But done that's young, crazy dumb, and crazy as fuck. Yeah, I don't yeah. do that anymore. But like, still, I I am that guy that does annoy some of my friends. They're like, really, you're just gonna just smoke a joint right, right here? here. You're yeah, like, like I'm mean? just like I'm gonna spark it right here. I don't give a fuck how you feel. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm still that guy sometimes. Like, but back then it was really bad like i'd walk into 7-eleven while my blunt's lit like yeah. get the fuck out and i'm just yeah, like man fuck 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 shut up man like da, 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 Yo, man. just give me my fucking yeah, slurpee yeah, dog shut up Come man on. like, like bro, 20 bucks, bro, bro like it was really like that when we were younger too like we, we did like walk into the mall smoking we've done that a bunch of times smoked yeah. at the fucking mall the fucking security coming and all this stupid shit we just walk out and then they can't follow you anymore like once you're outside of the place so it's just like, like what are you gonna do i have nothing yeah. else in my hand well, i'm already in the parking lot bye yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm out of here but um, the class thing is definitely I can't really think of anything like when I really try to think of some place where I, yeah that's that, that was, honestly that's a that's, gr- a that's beyond one. derelict crazy I like it <laughs> yeah continuation school too yeah so that's I what I mean your whole labeling of what that was it was already was a fucked up school I was in because I was fucked up <laughs> question number four <laughs> question number four of the high fives what is your go to munchie after you get high oh man now it's just fruits fruits Oh, God, I really try not to fucking eat munchies like that, bro. Like, I might slip in, like, some chocolate here and there. But That like, banana pudding I just gave man. you was... That banana pudding was fire. That, that was, was the most... Bombing. But I don't have shit like that laying around. Like, yeah. that was the once-in-a-lifetime banana pudding. <laughs> you know what's funny is is that, like... She's crazy. That lady, she's amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Toy, I don't even know what company name. I don't even know what it is. Toy. Yeah, that was fire. Yeah, she, she's... she's... Dude, just my friend, Toy, I talked to her on the phone the other day. Joe, I want to bring you by this pudding I'm making... How can I get it to you? I'm like, well, come by the office. And I forgot she was even coming by. She's been out there patiently. Yeah, obviously. We've been doing this whole interview. She's been out there. So Uh, that pudding is everything. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, laid off of the fucking munchies for a while. But I still, I get caught slipping, bro. Like, I'm a human being. Like, sometimes if I'm really high in the wrong spot, bro, it's over. It's over. But it'll happen like once a month like that. Yeah, you look good. You look good. You look good, fitness, good. man. Yeah, like you're, like you're getting ready to go play some real soccer. You look like a professional athlete right now. Actually. I really kill people on the field, man. I'm not playing. Yeah, I believe yeah, it. I can, see <laughs> it. I can see it. Really, I score every game. Like I'm, I'm, I, I'm not playing. You're about what shit. six three, six two? No, I'm like six two and a half. But yeah, like pretty much, I'm bigger than most. Two twenty five, two thirty? No. No, you're not I'm that heavy. Not at all. I'm like one ninety three. Wow, right you now. look thick, thicker. You look denser right now. But like I was that much. I okay. was like that. Yeah, I, I see, couldn't even I, run when I was like that, bro. Now I'm fast as fuck now. Good you for know you. What I mean? Like I, I couldn't run when I was like 225. Like I was slow as shit. Wow, I'm yeah. 233. You're making me feel fatter. Thanks for fucking doing that, <laughs> asshole. You're all right, welcome. question You're number welcome. five of the high five. 
over here with disaster and body shamer. Um, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is Joe. so funny. <laughs> he didn't even see that control. Honestly, our battles talking our, about you. Our battles, like if you watch a battle versus me and any overweight person, like the average person would be like, "Damn, these guys are absolutely like fucking ruthless, fucking body shaming human beings." Yeah. But a lot of the people I did that to are now skinny, so I don't know. I'm gonna take credit for a lot of that. You know, I actually yeah, take right? credit too yeah. because I did that to a friend of mine. He was making fun of my weight, and then I took a picture of him and I made a poster of him, and then he dropped the like lobby. 30 pounds. So it's all show you the picture That's of Mark Carnes right there. Yeah, because at oh, the end of the day, right people make a lot of excuses, but like ultimately, you want me to feel bad because you have like these. These, these 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 desires your lust for food that i'm controlling my ass off and it's very fucking painful to do i'm supposed to do that and sympathize like no i'm not gonna sympath- <laughs> like i've seen i've seen it happen like i know there's some people that can't lose weight and they'll be like oh it's been a condition since they were younger and i understand that but most motherfuckers can you just don't want to stop though? eating yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. most people <laughs> just don't want to stop doing the same shit they're doing and they don't want to put in the work we're all lazy it's the American way of life. Everything fast. We want it on the spot. Nobody wants to. Like you don't even want to. Do you really want to wait forty five minutes for a meal, or do you want to wait five minutes for? A oh meal? yeah, cook me yeah. my burger now. Like everybody, like that's this just. I think that's how we've been programmed for real. Like that's just how fast it is. Fast food, you baby. I mean? We're like, all fast every, food. Everything though, like everything is fast food. We want everything fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, question number five of the high five before we finish up with your disaster. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead, dead or alive. Who would it be and why? Well, I've smoked with Snoop. I've smoked with Cheech and Chong. I've smoked with Be Real. Eminem? No. <laughs> Tupac. Tupac. Smoke a blunt with Pac. Let's go. <laughs> smoke a blunt with Ain't Pac. Wrong with that. That's who I'm smoking a blunt with. Do you think Pac would battle? Yeah, because he but he would he would he would lose, but he would refuse and then he'd probably end up winning somehow because he'd he go would right just be like just... he would just be <laughs> he'd just look up on you yeah, yeah. and then everybody would get beat up and look bad somehow and Pac would win. Yeah. He'd he still pull it off. He'd still win. Pac was a very let's not forget, man. Hit him up might be the best battle record of all it time. Was, yeah. It I might be up. the best battle record of all bitch. So we don't yeah, know what we know we know like the 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 first off oh, I love the, bitch and the, the straightforwardness and, and just the lack of shyness that Tupac had. It's kinda obvious that he would be a dominator in a battle. Like just by the way he is, how confrontational Pac is, I think that would spill into the battle. Like if Biggie and Pac battled in person, ooh, that's actually, yeah. That would be a... Actually, Biggie would would fucking kill him. You think so? In yeah. a battle? Yeah. But not... It's the, look, man, I'm a real hip-hop head, bro. Like, I'm from the West, and it's West Coast for life, and Pac is the greatest. Yeah. But, bro... If they would have battled like that, like well, they did, in, 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 you know, in the no, sense I'm of, talking about like, yeah, like bro, like head when, to head, Biggie, just the voice. when Biggie was like on the corner, being like, "Yo, who wants it?" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's different. That's Pac right. is an That's artist, right. bro. Let's not get carried away. We love Tupac, but he's an artist. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And Biggie was on the corners, Biggie, in the Bronx, Biggie was a doing it. A, yeah, Biggie would have ate, like, would have chewed ninety nine percent of people at fifteen. 
that's how nuts he was. And it wasn't about the punches. It was just strictly off cadence. It was unbelievable. You got to see him when he had the boom box on the I corner. I see it, yeah. I that's see just it. one of yeah, them. Like, huge. if you see how he's going off in that, you know, like, nobody that came up and would have been like, yo, can, can I get the mic, would have been able to do anything at that point. They wouldn't want it. And Pac would have had to spin the whole written verse for that. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So there's a, there's a whole difference. You know, Pac got a, is the greatest I, I got of all a chance time, so to meet both of them, right? Too. Both oh, of them, I, I've met both. And I met Pac. I, I loved... Me and Biggie had a long session together because it, we listened to his double album together wow. in, in a van. Me, him, and Little C's. It was three days oh, before he died. That's... And uh, it was I do we did his last interview with him that's ever been done. Man, that's, that's fucking what, historic. Yeah, and the dude, not only when you say that, but he's just so fucking cool that you're like... Vi I was vibing with him, and me and him were the same exact age, and he was born. Ironically, shared my brother's birthday, May 21st, just some like random shit that we hit it off on. Like when he came to San Francisco, I hooked him up with some weed. Just the most down to earth you fucking could tell Biggie, dude. Biggie was like a unbelievable. Good, yeah, a good kid that got caught up in Pox Hurricane, bro. Yeah. yeah. You could, anyone that understands the situation understands that that was a kid that just wanted to party and he got caught up in some shit. Yeah. It was L.A. bullshit. Some L.A. Yeah, it happened. Like he different, literally different. and 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 Pac dragged him into that. But like that's the thing. Like for me, Pac will always be the greatest. But like people don't see Pac like I do. Like he's a lesson. People need to understand that. Like people still idolize Pac for the wrong reasons. They idolize the thug life part of him and all that shit. He's a lesson that all that fucking talent broke. Could fly, bro. Yeah, you, you're yeah. not gonna be a talent when you're you dead. Could be, you could be gone, like because all what he had to offer the world was so much greater than gangbanging, bro. Sure. And he was a perfect example of how you come from somewhere else to over to LA, and if you let this place consume you like that, what would happen to you? You know what I'm saying? And and it can. T Tupac like was was a kid, bro. They're kids. They were. We keep think forgetting, like in our heads, they're like adults, like the crazy like grown you really men. Think they're about not, it, yeah. bro. They're they never got to grow yeah. up, bro. They were kids, bro. When I was fucking in my early twenties, bro, I wouldn't rely on that person for shit like the fuck i was trying to fuck bitches trying to like what was on my mind to do what like i wasn't trying to like help just dominate exactly. like yeah bro it was just all about me like you know what yeah. i'm saying like and that's what you are that's when you're a kid spit. you can't really you know so the lesson to take from that is is yeah bro like a beautiful thing like life is precious and like bro like you know and again i always look at biggie as that like he just got caught up in all that shit you know what i mean Pac yeah. was just so fucking big like he was just so much larger than rap life all of it like he was good just, actor too just, just he was just yeah. so artist like you said he's artist. just such a such a fucking hurricane he was so big like big got consumed in that bro like yeah. you know what i mean and, I, it, I and it's right. because he died really it's because Pac died you know what I'm saying? Like, too. Like, that's why I ended up that way because. There were lessons. They needed both the East and the Coast to, to get the lessons. Because you it was so much tension that you you understand. Like, it it's was funny that you say gonna, that because there's so many lose. lessons to be learned in that. that so many. Know, it's unreal. We, people we don't, don't say that that much. And, we don't, and not only oh, that, that I, verbiage I and that. vocabulary. I mean, look at 6ix9ine. Look at the lessons. When you say that, look at 6ix9ine today. 6ix9ine is the perfect dude that should have learned from Tupac. Yeah. He's the perfect example that should should look at Tupac as like that like lesson how real shit will get how fast it got well how shit's got should, for him. Should, probably, should, but yeah but it hasn't still he hasn't he experienced hasn't bro Pac like shot two cops fucking like he 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 was going through all types of shit then went to jail got bailed out by a fucking boss blood you know what I'm saying like <laughs> by a real that he felt like he owed his his life to pretty much like nobody else came through for him and put up that bill. That was the person that came through for him. So, in a sense, because Tupac is such a real motherfucker, he inherited his problems, bro. And no matter how anybody wants to slice it, no, Suge didn't get 
Tupac killed or set him up. But he's the reason he's gone. Because at the end of the day, like, Which Tupac wanted story. to... The chain got took. Let's just fast forward. The chain got took. They were in Vegas. This is not a Pac fucking... It's not a Pac fucking issue. It's yeah. not. You're a rapper. Right. You're getting involved in gang politics. I've always known the difference. I know where to draw the line. I'm surrounded by gang shit. But I'm not gonna step into gang territory like hey look at me like you know what i'm saying i'll knock out civilians i'm not sitting over here trying to do this crazy shit like tupac in his head blurred the lines you know what i'm saying so it was the red bandanas it was all that and it was that beef and tupac feeling like he's gonna fucking handle it when fucking 50 other motherfuckers could have handled it and tupac would still be here he wanted to stomp cuz out on camera you know what i'm saying and it was because to show loyalty really more than anything that's how i see it that's yeah. how i read it to prove himself it was, it was because Pac was that guy he's like bro this is my dog this this is the ones that did what to you let's go get him like he you know this is something that it was probably a moment for Pac to even prove himself you yeah. know what i'm saying and like you don't fucking jump gang members, let alone on camera. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, you, uh, you an L.A. thing you, that you, you got to understand. Know. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's in, that's in the, the backyard in the alley. That yeah. guy gets the pass. I feel, like, I feel like I might be wrong <laughs> about this, but I feel like Pac didn't fully grasp that. Yeah. And not growing up in L.A., you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Not understanding like that, bro. Like, There's what he did right there, like, what at that moment, what he was doing in that moment in the middle of the MGM casino. Or I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was MGM. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That moment, he didn't realize how crazy it was to him. He's just like, man, fuck this guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, we'll stop these fools out. Like, you know what I'm saying? But the reality was, it was war. Like, it was initiating a fucking war. It was just like when they shot the Austrian general in Germany. <laughs> like, like, it was a war, you know? Fucking. And, and, you're taking some real history like that. It's real. It's real. <laughs> and, like, th that's how I see it. Like, he was more talented than all those motherfuckers. Like, everybody he was surrounded with didn't have. A percentage of the talent that he possessed in his fucking fingernail yeah but like and that's what people should take from that is that all that for what you know what i'm saying at the end of the day tupac's mom and biggie's mom like what happened to them you know what i'm saying what happened to biggie's mom like you you see the documentary like just seeing her like you it just if you don't get it looking at her face should be like oh okay we're all a bunch of idiots everyone's an idiot even the people that were fucking cheering on the west coast east coast beef everybody that was part of it yeah. every single person that fucking fueled it the fans everybody everyone's a moron well they, they you know I, mean? I think that I like was the that. lesson that needed to be learned though throughout our culture because through that process i think it was cool to be a gangbanger you know and a lot of people don't know that if they didn't live it and and i feel like we were all sold a dream you know because everybody was active i mean everybody bro was and active. you couldn't tell back then and then you know? like then tupac like at one point you couldn't tell whether he was a blood or not right if you weren't really tapped in like that you would just be like he's a blood right <laughs> like you couldn't tell like it, it just seemed like whatever. i feel like that's that's part of the thing with 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 la like the gang culture has always been the biggest thing here and people know this like you can't be a rapper out here unless you have that backing people yeah. will tell you you come to la this is not like other states no. in florida you could be like pitbull you and all these guys in. and you have like a in. have a fucking lucrative career and not see anybody well, we've seen a few but cats it, come out of west la that you know west la style a little fun style no, but look they, at they, okay, no, bro, they they okay who are the top who are the top in with somebody who are the top three fucking rappers that we have in los angeles name right them. now no just name the three top west coast rappers in general that like not just right now but like encompassing the last like 10 years well Who you got they? from compton right now you have Ken, uh, kendrick lamar so you have Number kendrick one. okay 
right from the West Coast. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm going to say E40 from the Bay Area, still one of my top. But one of my, I, I mean, that's I'm, definitely but he's still not one. OG. That's not, yeah, but, that's, that's not one of them. So yes. Kendrick for sure yeah, 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 is Kendrick. Wiz, current, Wiz, Kendrick, Wiz isn't Wiz. West Coast though. No, no, Kendrick. Who, who else? Ke- from the West Coast? But from L.A. Really, bro? From L.A. Okay, oh, that's right. Snoop. So from L.A. Well, no, current though, right? Snoop's a given. What, you're not going to count Snoop no. as a current? Okay, you're going to say Kendrick? But he, he would still make a point. We could use him as a fourth example. Okay, so yeah. Kendrick Lamar is one. Uh-huh. Uh, games, not really. Yes, okay. game, game. Two, for sure. Game. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the third one would be from L.A., big rapper. I mean, I just, just go back to him. Booyah Tribe. We just lost him. Nipsey. Nipsey, Nipsey of okay. course. All right, so those three and throw in Snoop. What do they LA. all have in common? They're from gang. gangs. Well, they all have gang backings, ties. period. And Kendrick does too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> whether yeah. you believe that or not, or oh, he yeah, throws no, up shit or not. You no, know what yeah, I'm saying? 100%. So, what is it about LA? Like, LA, you, you got to be tapped blessing, in. Bro. You, don't, you don't get the pass here. In fact, even if you're from out of town, you land and you tap in with somebody. Big, hold on. You got to go to. Okay, but look, but look, but look. Period. So, so this brings me to, to, okay, what's the difference between Kendrick and Tupac now? Why is Kendrick alive? Politics? Look at how Kendrick moves. See, Kendrick is not an active gang member. But he is surrounded with gang shit. And he's technically from a gang. But he's not an active gang member. And it's one the of those gangs that you're not going to get involved. The gang keeps the him out of it. The difference between him and Tupac is... They separate him. Kendrick is how he's moving. And how he's always moved. Right. How he moves is completely different. That's probably because he grew up out here. I wouldn't blame it because Tupac became too big, bro. He he was sh- bigger than L.A., bigger than gangbanging, bigger than all of it. Like he be like I'm That's look fair. I'm he from Lebanon, kids in my village who don't have water and electricity have Tupac shirts. <laughs> you understand yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like well do you said, understand well that? Said. Nobody could do that. Like and to be real with you, being from Lebanon, that was our idol every lebanese kid really I'm telling you like lebanese kids were just attached to tupac that's all they fucking gave a fuck about that's all we ever cared about like you talk to any lebanese people they'll be like tupac is the best man yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah bro yeah, yeah. <laughs> they still listen to all the shit all eyes on me they're yeah. they're rolling around rolling in their cars bumping this shit yeah. they're bumping still this to shit. this day yes Shut in their cars. on my mama that's all they do is bump tupac anyway if you want to find a place where people are still bumping pox in their whip like that, go to Beirut, man, and yeah. you will see it, period. Wow. Really? Really. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. And I'm pretty sure in Africa, too. Oh. Yeah, probably. Like, yeah. what parts? Like, Nigeria, Sudan, like, even all the northern African parts, Cameroon, anywhere over there, I guarantee you they bump, they bump Tupac. Guaranteed. I still bump Tupac, too, though. I mean, <laughs> you know what don't get it wrong. I, 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 yeah, I do at the crib. I never, I don't, I don't, I don't in the car, but at the crib, I yeah, do. You yeah, know, on, yeah. on a nice Cali day, I might just, you yeah, know, throw yeah, on some. Some pitch of rolling. You know what I mean? Hey, Siri, play Tupac. Right? <laughs> he's the <laughs> most, he's, he's the most <laughs> timeless <laughs> artist. You can always come back and visit Pac. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Your phone starts playing it. She oh, tapped in. Oh, no. Even Siri knows what's up. He is the most timeless. You can always. And not only that, he went to different jobs. Like, when he did a Dear Mama type shit like that. Uh, when and that's that's stupid, basically like, going back to what I was saying is that, like, that's artists. the real Tupac. So the real Tupac was Dear Mama, the blacker, the berry, the sweeter, the juice songs. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the deeper the root. Oh, man. So those, the, those songs were him, uncovered. right? Uncovered. You seen the hip hop uncovered? <laughs> that with uh, it was uh, it was hip hop un- uncovered on FX. It's with like Big U and and all oh, the, yeah, all yeah, the cats. 
Right. So so a lot of that, you know, they learned it. Like you said, it's a learning lesson from Pac because they learned that we got to protect our artists and not allow them to bleed into both sides of it because they know now that you can't allow that artist to bleed into both sides. If you do, it's a lesson usually, you know, so a lot of these artists, they, they don't, they just don't get involved. You know, they, they, they might get involved on all kinds of levels, but when the shit hits the fan, they're just in the back. Slide you know? back. We'll yeah, they slide it. back. And, yeah. and even, even game, you know, game, game is a, a very talented artist done a lot for it and he is one of those guys that started getting in, in some of those beef he had the beef with uh 40 glock and oh yeah i remember you, 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 you know, know what i'm saying yeah. and but but at the end of the day you know there was a time where they, they caught him but but it just kind of faded back you know it, it's not like it was in the the 90s when you know the tupac and biggie thing and again the nwa the beefs and stuff and, and when we we had mc ren here the other day and ren was like yo like a lot of people don't realize that we weren't really gang members. Like, he was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Easy wasn't really a gang member. Dre wasn't really a gang member. They didn't even smoke weed. They didn't smoke weed. They Dre just, was definitely not a gang yeah, member. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they weren't really gang members. They had gang members surrounding them that were fucking it up, is what he said. And and he says so you know and some of them I mean West Side Connection they bang I mean the, well, at least yeah. Mac Ten and, and yeah, Dub, Mac C, 10, Dub C yeah. Dub C again yeah yeah sure. Mac Ten is a, <laughs> Dub, yeah Dub a gang banger yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> put it on you <laughs> but not like if you if you look at it like the lines were super blurred like I used to when they I was blurred, when yeah. I was a like when I first came out here like in ninety nine two thousand I thought Exhibit was a gang member yeah I thought he was a straight crip right. No, the, the the music, and then I found out corrupt was later. Yeah, I didn't even know. And you didn't corrupt know corrupt was, was. because I didn't a even lyricist. know. I thought I just thought Exhibit was like I just don't. I don't know why. Like, and I thought Ice Cube was. I thought both him and Cube were gangbangers in like ninety nine, two thousand. I didn't know. I was still a fucking. Like, I was fresh off the boat, man. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I just I, I came just back like out here, man. I didn't know, good. man. It, it, they blurred the lines. Yeah. The they did. They, they did. was hopping around. They was doing a lot of shit. Like, well, you no, couldn't he, tell. He was up there, see, walking with Dub C. Yeah. 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 They, 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 and they was, they was, they, was you they, couldn't tell. The greater the artists, and they yeah, looked tough as fuck. And, you know, they everyone had a gun. So, yeah. like, I wasn't about to pick and choose like they were all gangbangers yeah yeah <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't fucking know yeah but i yeah. can see how you see that though don't get it twisted i can see oh, how you yeah. see it yeah yeah i mean you to be real with you like i did understand what real gangbanging was because one of the, the 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 things that i really got put onto was the east siders and like that album Goldie that Logan snoop did gangsters was actually like i was telling you i Trading. don't really listen to albums like that that was one that i religiously listened to and i was fucking mobbing around Lebanon listening to this shit trying to put everybody onto it like you motherfuckers are not real these crips from Long Beach are shut the fuck up like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. hey like, the cats bro, from Lebanon are pretty like, real too though yeah they're I know they were looking at me like we're about to blow your fucking house up pussy what <laughs> yeah, are you yeah, saying yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. fucking real yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly come who's on who's not real fuck, yeah, I got six names. fucking gunshots in my car right now fucking RBGs come out yeah like fucking real motherfucker I'll show you <laughs> These long beach pussies. No, but like, I, I really, I really did know, like, because they, like, I seen Trey D and them doing it. So, like, that, that to me was like, oh shit, this is like gang, gang, gang shit. Yeah. Like, these are the real gang members, and that's what made me start realizing, oh, oh no. 
these guys are rappers. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, these are the gay. Oh shit, these are all. Oh, <laughs> and that's a real pimp over there from fucking Pomona. When Sugar Free came out, I always loved Sugar Free. I always, you know, we always had to believe him because he was just so good at selling it. The mouthpiece was Man. too real. Oh too. my god, you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> he's really pimping me. He's really doing this. I was this? just slapping some Sugar Free yesterday. Oh man, man. you always wasn't it though. And that, that when you hear artists like that that are like real, and then they become artists, you're like, wait a minute, you're a real pimp. No, no, no yeah, Sugar Sugar Free is the business. You yeah. know, I, I I love him. And so. his style is it, it was just it's it's forever go down in history the way you know he just laid it's out like just, 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 yeah, just having on. your own like you know back in the era when you had to have your own fucking style. You know what I'm saying? That it. shit gone. Yeah. Like you can't like there'll can't be even, another there, there won't be another sugar free and if they and if they do try to do it, it's gonna be fake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he had this talk on the record shit and yeah. like there's nobody else that could do it and make it sound actually good to right where like and so off you're like even white people like it They're and like, you're just oh, you're fuck, exactly yeah, you're just getting fucking this good right here yeah. yeah fuck my bitch sure yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he wants to sell, sell my her girl. pussy go ahead sell my girl all right well yeah. sounds right yeah. sounds about right yeah. <laughs> yo i was but hey Sugar i seen free. it because i was smashing through like like I don't know where I was. I was over there in Santa Monica. And it was just all like the super preppy people. They were just listening to the sugar free shit. He's like, I never gave a fuck about a bitch. You know, he's just going in. And they're all standing over there. I'm like raising it even louder. I'm like, yeah, bitch. They start coming closer to your car like, what is this, sir? Excuse me, you with the braids in your hair. I can't tell what you are, sir. But what are you playing? I was I was playing fucking uh, rather give you my... I'd rather give you my bitch than to let you breathe on my last hit of Indo smoke. Robert, I'd rather like, give you my bitch. Is this real beard. love? Is this uh, real love? Was... Is this what love is like? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my God, is this real love? That was great. Oh, those awesome. are our goats, man. Disaster, well, great time with you, man. Is yeah. there anything we're forgetting to promote or want to say? Thank you. No, I mean, get... they canceled my Twitter. Uh, you could fucking go ahead and uh, add me on, on Instagram at Mr. Disaster. Yeah, they, they canceled my Twitter because I told some anime account that they were gay. So, well, I was you like, can't do that. Yeah, yeah, it was an anime account. I was literally talking to a cartoon character. You should have. So it was there was no prejudice behind it. Now, if I said it to somebody with like a unicorn mask on or something like that, I could see how you that would have been a hateful be thing, and I it would have been warranted to fucking give me a strike. You're like, or have you heard my raps? Have I you heard what I say. When I, I said battle? it to fucking Naruto. <laughs> like the fuck, I was like, I, you know what I'm saying? I was like, well, you know what? You learned your fucking lesson. Yeah, bro. Hey. I, I was like, get your gay ass off my fucking uh, timeline, and that, that was enough for them to fucking just you should have said I, obliterated I make, my I, shit I meant you're happy like you're, I'm gonna get your yeah happy I really off. did like, mean that anyway I didn't know his yeah, I didn't even know if it was a girl or not I couldn't even tell yeah. what the fuck it was like as if I know who I'm talking to <laughs> a fucking, a it was character. a fucking bot <laughs> fucking Naruto bot. I got fucking so you're banned from Twitter that's I'm good banned to from know Twitter. look man this PC shit is fucking crazy I really do I really do see in the future they're coming for battle rap, man. They're coming for all of us, bro. Like, if they did what they did to oh, Dave they're Chappelle, oh, they're yeah. coming for our next. Because what we do is, like, he's like my hero. Like, Dave Chappelle is my fucking hero. Yeah, he's great. And it's not because he's saying things about certain people. It's because he's saying whatever the fuck he wants. That's why he's freedom my hero. speech. And he's not apologizing. He's not fucking, oh, well, you know, yeah, you know, I maybe shouldn't have. Shut up! Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I like, get this. Deal with it. Yeah, bro. It's, and it's funny. It is, and, and that's that's all that timeless. matters. And you know what's fucking crazy is it's always the dudes like him who actually look out for people, like, and they still uh, do that too. Like, if he didn't have that whole story where he put that uh, trans comedian on and and, right. and gave that, her a yeah. whole shot, they would murder him. He's lucky he has that. Yeah. Like, this how far you have to go today. 
You know what I'm saying? Like to where to prove to people that oh, you're not some like. Everyone gets a trophy. Like, do you think people that are that fucked up are going to be that comfortable? And being that's such fucked a beautiful story too, like, right? Like, I heard about that whole story about the mom coming up. My daughter's trans, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. nobody, then, oh, no. nobody that's a hateful person is going to be comfortable, like, like having moving jokes like that, yeah. like, like moving, like coming out and just being that way. The people that are like that are literally the people that are scared to Same. say that, and and they don't want you to know they feel that way, and they say that shit under their own breath. The people that are just saying that are literally taking the piss out of everything around them. Because they know. It's funny. I feel like they life ain't that serious, man. Yeah. It's short. Well, and, and, you can't and, say it, then you know what? Then and you a, must be and a lot worse. of these movies that you know, they're not going backwards and looking at all these movies and being like, "We got to cancel." Bro, them I don't know out. how they let this through. I mean, yeah, you know, know. we got the f word in there like about three or four times. I, to be honest with you, when they started running this through the fucking machine and they were like, "We're about to get it approved," I'm like, "Man, them f bombs in there gonna get all them Hollywood dudes." Like, oh my god, there's a nuke in our office. Get it out. Like, I was right. just like, there's no way they're letting it through. And they did. They somehow are like, all right, we fuck with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, Eminem, the rapper by Hollywood yeah. voice. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Well, it's so, Eminem we pushing it out. Okay, we get it. Yeah. We'll let it go because our great white is going to let it through. So we're going to let it through. <laughs> as long though. as there's a great white co-signing it. It's the truth, though. <laughs> I hate to say it. I feel like I don't know I if that's like what that. it is. but Well, like, I feel like that. I think, I think it had nothing to do with his name, but you might be right. I, I really think it's... The way it's written, it's written in a way where even though it's saying all these things, there's an underlying tone that all of it is bad. You know what I'm saying? So like the PC or progressive safe type of person that doesn't want to hear that is still at the end gets like a nuance in it. Like they find something that's like, oh, I, I understand this. Like academically, I there's something the there for them. There is, there, I there, see. there is something that's, you know, like... <laughs> there for them like you know say yeah there is something in there so i feel like that's kind of why but like at the end of the day like shit i fucking snapped that guy's glasses and flipped out on him called him a faggot told him to run off the stage and all that shit and they still read that shit through you know what i'm saying yeah. i wasn't talking about his sexuality i was saying it to him like like cartman from south park <laughs> fucking faggot <laughs> well guys from eminem and the creators of eight mile Check out Body Guys. No rules, no respect, no mercy with disaster, man. We appreciate you on the show. It's been fantastic, brother. Thank really, you, man. Really, Thank really you for having me. We talked about a lot of things. We covered a lot of shit. We did, man. And remember this, y'all. If no one else loves you, we, we do. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.